0: Have you guys ever. Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima. Oh. Zima. Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join yes. us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following. The following. Is a journey, into
3: comic. journey into comics. Journey into comics. It's a
2: journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Networks. Production. Production been hurt before in you? Do you have the same scars that I do? I want to tell the heavens and the firmament
0: What's up, everybody? This is episode three of Crucial Tunes. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and with me is my co-host, Larry. Say hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. (laughs) Again, (laughs) I think that was the exact same (laughs) intro we did in the last episode. But Was uh, it? God damn it. (laughs) It's all right. I thought I was cool. It's still (laughs) funny. It's still funny. And I'm sure a lot of people haven't listened to the last episode anyway.
3: Uh, <laughs> I listened it, to enough of it to know that he did that the almost, the, Fuck yeah, I threw my line cork the,
0: across and landed in the garbage It sounded almost exactly the same too, You're same right, tone right. and everything But uh, In the intro you just heard uh, the song Before I Do by Jay Douglas and the Sullen Hearts uh, Jason is a friend of ours uh, Jason plays in the band Turnspit uh, Check out Turnspit, Turnspit's great But this is Jason's solo project uh, Which I, I believe they're working on a new EP. I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, I'll, I'll post a, a link in, in, you know, in the comments section or whatever. Uh, uh, side note:
1: Jason's taste in music is better than anybody's.
0: I, I specifically wanted to put Jason in the intro of this episode because this is, uh, as, as as they refer to it, uh, the quote is: "Sometimes solo, sometimes with a band." always queer emo indie country hipster bullshit and i love that because this episode how sick is that (laughs) this episode is going to be all about emo uh why it's titled let's talk emo so jason is featured on our emo episode um also featured in this episode is our special guest say hello to andy reed what's
3: up everybody out there listening in crucial tunes world Andy motherfucking really Reed. I'm here with these Crucial Dudes.
1: <coughs> Andy Reed. Uh, crucial Dudes is a pop punk band, and they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, were, yes, anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, I remember them. Uh, Andy Reed is the host of the next episode.
3: Uh, the next episode, I'm the host of one episode of that so far. So far. I have so not far. done the second one. Um, but yeah, I'll still ride the old wave. You might remember me from a little uh, podcast called This Podcast is Garbage. What, and, I wasn't uh, sure if we were going to mention this no, podcast No, I don't mention it. No, okay. no, it's my roof, credits, man. It's that's, my credits, that's man. That's the shit. That was... It's my. Credit. That was it's, some good ass stuff. Yeah, and you guys were on that yeah, show had, numerous times. We, and had, we had real it, good time on Really, really tea like fruit? the T pig and uh, Get By uh, really um, helped form our my relationship with you guys. Absolutely, yep. you guys. I of, was the most very frequented mine, guest so, yes, on
1: this you podcast. Were, you, it's you garbage, three, actually. Three, the three timers club, motherfucker. Yep. Only mm-hmm. member of the club. President, emperor, king, all <laughs> around.
0: I was only on twice, but hey. Ooh, sorry
1: about you. What you going to do? Sorry what you going to do? Nothing, not let you went to the motherfucking club. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, so the next episode, uh, when will the next episode of the next episode be? Until uh, you just
3: chill. Let me see what these tax, tax checks look like and uh, get me some equipment. Uh, I did my first episode at a friend's, um, at a friend's studio uh, just because I really wanted to get it out sure, there. I was tired sure. of sitting around and not podcasting. But now that I've got the second one or got the first one, I don't feel pressure in any way to put out a second one because I just Fair really enough. wanted to be like – even though my old podcast ended, I was like, man, I'm still a podcaster. I still want to yeah. get my voice out there, but I need to do it. I need to do it. So I busted my cherry on my first solo episode and then was like, you know what? If I don't get another one out next week or the next week or the next week or the next month, I am, I'm not worried about it. Because as long as I have my ideas and I still have fun doing my podcasts, uh, it matter, doesn't matter when I get it out. But once I get my equipment, they will start coming a lot sooner. Sure. I, I got a friend, uh, producer friend, who's gonna come over to my basement and help me set up my uh, whole uh, shit and tell me like uh, some of the best equipment I can go for uh, for what I'm trying to do and uh, what my space is like. So the cool next beams. episode will be coming back with all that garbage man talk.
0: Well, the, uh, you can find the next episode on Facebook. You got your own Facebook page. Are yeah, you, we are got you on? Facebook,
3: Instagram. Uh, the next episode with Andy Reid. Okay. It might be the next episode. W slash Andy Reid. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't remember mean, right? But like, the next episode. You're the with only Andy one who's
1: gonna like. No, because you made that. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll, Say
3: what we'll, now? We'll link it.
0: We'll link nah. it so yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. be <laughs> able to find um, it. So we're
3: on Sound, I'm on SoundCloud. I, I got my one episode up on SoundCloud. We could probably okay. share are we on SoundCloud? that link.
0: Uh, I don't yeah. think we are. Okay. We're Possibly. I don't know. Hey, Nate, are we on SoundCloud? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, can, uh, he comes down here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first thing before we start, also before we start getting into the emo talk, uh, just curious, what what have you guys been listening to lately? What's uh, what's mm. been in your uh, turntables? What's been in your MP3 players oh. and your phones? You know, what have you been uh, the jamming last, in your garbage truck?
3: Uh, well, I usually jam podcasts in the garbage okay. truck. Okay, um, I've been listening to a lot. I just got some new speakers for my record player, and um, I have my shit all unhooked since I moved my. Uh, like t- took my turned my studio into a little girl's bedroom and uh <laughs> so i had all my like records and shit unhooked up and so i bought some new speakers hooked them up in the living room first thing i've listened to or just most recently was uh oceanic by isis i got the oh nice side of it and I, I bought it in when i visited los angeles in 2017 and still and was my, just now listened to it nice and it was really fucking awesome uh to hear it on the vinyl and uh I, I swear I was, like, hearing stuff I hadn't heard yet. I, even after, you know, years of listening to the record, you know, I was hearing stuff that I didn't pick up on.
0: You know what album was like that for me, uh, which I, I actually haven't been listening to lately, but uh, Between the Buried and Me, uh, The Silent Circus, mm-hmm. I listened to that album on CD probably a thousand times. And then after I got rid of the CD, I listened to the MP3 version mm-hmm. probably a thousand times. And then just a couple years ago, I got the the vinyl and I listened to it again and it was a whole nother record, you know I think
3: there's a sample of like a fucking tiger roaring or something like that on a silent circus song. Really? Me and my friends heard one time and we were like, What the fuck is that? And we kept like rewinding it and it sounded like a like a roar or some shit. It was so weird. I love that record.
0: It's a great record.
3: That was like the kind of like like there between the buried and me were only one of those only bands that like fell into like That almost deathcore type sounds, but since they had all that prog and all that keyboard, (laughs) yeah, I loved all the wildness and all the like uh, crazy keyboards and and the off time signatures. They were like, you know, it was like it was like a little bit of rush with like Dillinger Escape Plan with a little bit of like deathcore sound, and Mm -hmm. I I I I didn't like it at first. I was like, oh, because I didn't. Took me a long time to get into to get into the vocals, (laughs) and I still don't like that in most music, but. That kept me away from Between the Buried and me, but now like they're one of my favorite bands of all time, yeah. probably.
0: How about you, Larry? What you been listening to? A bunch of old, like, Trust, Kill,
1: and Ferret shit. Nice. nice. Like, uh, nice. Zayo, which I mean, I'm always listening to Zayo. Nora, yeah. Key, Yeah. Um, Hopes Fall. Hopes Fall. Like, Hopes yeah. Fall. You
0: listen to the newest Hope oh, fall?
1: Hope's yeah, fall? Yeah, but Excellent. I wasn't into it. Yes. I love but, it. Really? No, it was really was recent say, that I really listened good. to it. I mean, it's like, no satellite eh, years. But that's, like, it yeah. reminded me. I went back, I'm like, oh. And I listened to Satellite Years. I listened to that. drama uh, I didn't really like A-types much either. Was it A-types? Is that what it was called? A-types. No, I didn't care for. It was either. okay.
3: I liked the new one though. I, yeah, I, I did. I did dig it.
1: We yeah, a lot of just old early two <clears> thousands, yeah. shitty metal Visions. core, is what
0: I've been listening to a lot lately. I th- I think the most the most oh, funny, I've been listening Visions to rules. <laughs> <laughs> The most I've been listening to of anything lately uh, has been Static X Wisconsin Death Trip. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that,
3: that is one of my favorite <laughs> albums of the new Be- metal era and. <laughs> I think it really kind of transcended those a lot of it's, those bands. December is like a fucking... <clears throat> you lay down and you go on a trip with that song. You
0: know, December was written in Wayne Static's first band. Um, I, now I can't remember the name of the band. Like something deep, deep blue. Deep something. Blue Sea starring LL Cool J. <laughs> no, no, no. It's something. But it was a band he was in when he was in Chicago, which actually featured Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins before ah. Billy Corgan was in the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh,
1: so like really? there was a really long-ass gap between that band and... Static so, X, because like the Smashing Pumpkins has been around since like 1990 or something. Yeah, so this deep...
0: I, God, I wish I would the name of the band. <laughs> Andy's showing me a picture of him with his hair hair up like Wayne Static. Oh! It's actually pretty sick. <laughs> it like the Wife of that, Frankenstein. That took a minute to do, too. <laughs> but uh, I guess... So this, this band that he was in with Billy Corgan was in like the late 80s. Uh, and Billy Corgan was actually the one that convinced Wayne Static to go to California... And that's where he formed Static X.
3: No shit. He was like, "Hey, get out of here!
4: <laughs> yeah, this town's fuck, not big fuck enough for the you. Both of I'm, uh, I'm starting yeah. smashing pumpkins. This town is very big.
0: Be... <laughs> you can well, be, no. be fine." <laughs> so uh, the only reason I looked into any of this, the only reason I know any of this, is because uh, I'm sure everybody has seen by now that Static X they're uh, playing a show. They're, they're doing oh, they're, they're, an, they're, a whole I'll, tour. They're doing a whole tour. And uh, isn't it like a Wisconsin Death the, Trip it's thing? It's the Wisconsin Death Trip anniversary tour. Who's singing? They have not announced who's singing yet, Oh. and that's there's a lot of controversy right now because Frankie Palmeri from Amir, Amir. which why, yeah, I don't know, cash I don't grab. know why he's even well, weighing the, in on it to begin he with. He
3: is the goddamn like he's like the game and Fifty Cent of hardcore, yeah. Big on social media, not relevant musically.
0: <laughs> that's pretty fair. Yeah. But why
3: that fucking guy? I don't though?
0: know.
2: Because like, he he
3: he's always been one of those pot stirrers, shit talkers. Yeah. That no like here. He's in the same league as that dude from that, 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 that long-haired... Uh, oh, what's the band? He's like... They say he touched girls a few years ago. Every band. Well, no, I, I know that, but this <laughs> guy with Ricky Raggy. Raggy Ronnie Radge. Ronnie
1: Raggy. Oh, from uh, blah, blah, blah. He's falling in reverse. Before
0: that.
3: Falling in reverse. Um, and, uh, 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 Escape the Fate. The Escape the Fate, yeah. Wow, yeah. Are, both yeah. those bands you, suck. You know, I, I, have, piss, I piss on those like, turds breaking them in half. You know it's so funny? Don't no, fuck all
0: that. This is coming up. Uh, I just had somebody message me the other day, uh, a guy that I used to work with years ago. I don't talk to him that much, and he just randomly messages me the other day, and he's like, Hey, have you heard of Ronnie Radke? <laughs> and I'm like I'm yeah. like, yeah, kinda I guess. Yeah. And he's, he's like he's like, Oh well, apparently he's really pissed at me on Twitter and so his fans are coming after me and stuff. Cause I guess Ronnie Radke made some shit statement about like some guys that run a, a horror zine kinda Okay. Website, or, I don't remember the details of it, but but my buddy decided to weigh in on Ronnie's page and say, hey, kind of just defend the guy, and say, hey, there's no reason for you to be talking shit or whatever. And Ronnie just went after him and retweeted yeah, him, and then his fans those, came back. And he's one and of it. those
3: type of guys where he's got a yeah. legion of fucking skanky ass oh, yeah. fans, male and female, yeah. skanky and Ooh, male uh, skanky. Ronnie yeah. cares so much about his fans; he's the greatest he, guy. He, he cares so much life. about him; he wants to touch their fifteen-year-old tickets. And And they are all fifteen. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. anybody who's <laughs> at least fan, like any bands whose fan base is like fifteen and below. I mean, even if you like a song of theirs, don't you don't you're not gonna trust anything <laughs> they have to say outside of the music they're playing. They're, you know, sure. like fan when base you is under fifteen. When, when you, you hear
1: play? about a musician that you love doing something sketchy sexually with a child, yeah. It's a huge bummer. Well,
3: that, yeah. that could actually be a big part of our discussion today. About- it could. it's certainly mean, I mean, let's talk about why Warped Tour really ended, guys.
1: <laughs> That's not a secret, though. Everyone knows why Warped Tour ended. That guy's like, I'm fed up
3: with booking all you sick fucks. So I mean, it's yeah, over. when you need a 100-foot fence or a gate or passage between the stage and the fans because the fucking – Because, I mean, everyone the, who goes to Warped Tour is 16. <laughs> A I great, think I went to my last Warped Tour when I was that. twenty-five. I I've I never nine, been to Warped Tour. I've been to Warped Tour two thousand uh, five. I think, tour, think I think nine
1: times one. I went to Warp Tour.
3: Saw some of the best bands I've ever seen in my life at Warp Tour.
1: You find a bunch of great bands at Warp Tour, and like really, in Saw retrospect, it's a huge tour. fucking bummer that it's over. Because like it's, it's in it's a not lot of ways, it's in a lot of ways, no, it's it is. a festival now.
3: Well no, it's going to be like yeah, it's going to be like a one day, maybe two, three cities. There's like a four, three
1: or four different spots all over the country. where to have
0: a weekend. It's like for now. For this year and then they're gonna and come they're, back. Like, oh, no, they're gonna come back with a few more next year and then there'll be a few more the year after and,
3: and all of a sudden warp tour will be back it's, again. It's warp tour again. Yeah.
1: No, but there was a thing like somewhere online where they were talking about the locations. Yeah. And it was like, there's nothing fucking around here, there's nothing fucking around here. I'm like, Riot Fest is here. That's why it's not happening here. Which is yeah. steadily it's, also going. And it's the same fucking festival. It will be the same festival. Getting also, much. Riot Fest used to be awesome. Yeah, I haven't yeah, gone to Riot Fest in a couple years because I, I see gone, the lineup and I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm not, not fucking impressed. going. I want to go a single day. Fuck that.
3: Last time mm. went was 16. Which one was that? Mm, I don't remember. I went. To that was years, Morsi. Yes, I, it was Morsi. I missed I, Morsi played a show
1: on my <laughs> birthday. And I didn't go because we were recording an EP. Fuck y'all. <laughs>
3: oh, I mean, you, you're, your pants are yeah, better off than Morsi. Yes. Let's not go no, down man. this road. Yeah, no, we're fucking your, not. You no, are not no, Morrissey, motherfucker. No, your artistic output is more important to you and to me and to Chris than Morrissey. I, I think output.
0: Uh, this can of Coke Zero is more important to me than Morrissey.
1: <laughs> Says the guy who's, I've been listening to Static X fucking it's right Oh Yeah, have. dude, because Static X fucking slapped. <laughs> I'm the weirdo who likes Morrissey more than Static X. <laughs> hey, that's
3: okay. You Liking Morrissey and liking Smith's and all that, that's fine. I understand no, okay. their cultural hey, impact. I understand their cultural influence. Word. But As Morrissey person, is a I fuck. fucking hate Morrissey. <laughs> yes, a there you lie. go. There you Morrissey go. is a
4: bad guy. There
1: you go. There you go. Uh, he would not let any food vendors at Riot Fest serve, serve any me meat during his during set. his set.
0: At least he's not touching kids, though. I do have to yeah, give yeah, him that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd much rather him fuck anybody. Yeah, because he's asexual
1: Bullshit. He's fucking gay.
0: Yeah, he's probably gay.
3: He's probably gay. I always thought you he was heard gay. it here first. Uh, <laughs> that that <hot> take <laughs> from Larry
1: Macinko on Morris. If you hear that, just that bite me going, fuck Morrissey. He doesn't fuck anybody. He's gay. It Sounds really insensitive. It's not
0: like that. I'm gonna put that in all of Morris our bumper hands. Morrissey's
1: and... <laughs> fucking uh, I'm gay. I can say that. Yep. Yep. All
0: right. So, anyway, on to the topic of today's episode. Right on. Uh, we are going to talk. useless dick. <laughs> We're gonna talk emo, uh, which uh, I feel like emo is it's one of a very controversial term. It's, yeah, it's it's one of the most misunderstood.
1: Fucking a, it is uh, it one really of the most is, misunderstood genres of music. It doesn't have to. But he, as
0: I was going through, so I'm not gonna lie, I don't know a ton about emo. I I know like a, a brief history. So I did a lot of studying before this episode. I, I read a couple articles. I read the mm-hmm. Wikipedia and all that. I yeah. I listened to a bunch of the and old like, bands and stuff. Nine times out of and, ten,
1: Wikipedia is kind of a shit source.
0: Right, for yeah. sure. The emo. It's History pretty solid, on
1: Wikipedia right? is not
0: fucking bad. It's Not bad. It's, it's not really bad. not. <laughs> so anyway, so as I was reading through it, I realized just by you know sampling a bunch of the bands from each era of emo, it is a very very broad genre of music. Sure, there's, yes, there is so
3: many ways. It's all very similar. Right. It right. all has. It all connects back to a source, and you can if you listen closely enough, you can hear bits and pieces of those early source materials sure. sprang throughout or s- sprawling across. All the waves of emo, the sure. waves, as they say. What would like
1: the thing that ties together all of those separate waves? Okay,
3: well, uh, I think it's lyrical, think content, lyrically mostly. Well, I would say, well, not not necessarily because there's a lot of emo that's about like 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 that's really sappy and lovey and dovey, my girlfriend, my boyfriend type stuff. Yeah, and then there's 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 emo that's very <clears> me, <throat> my, my my introspection. Sure. Uh, a good way to put it would be an emotionally charged brand of hardcore punk marked by introspective lyrics, personal lyrics and intense catharsis. Isn't that the Wikipedia definition? Is that the Wikipedia definition? I think word it's for pretty pretty word. Close. Oh, really? It's pretty close. Yeah, I read it on I took it from a from a a band's uh like a, a review about a band. Right? I think right. whoever right. wrote that review took it from Wikipedia. No shit. Now I feel like a triple plagiarist. Oh no,
0: it's all right. Almost all my notes are from Wikipedia, so
3: But said anyone who's ever taken
0: notes about anything. <laughs> so 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 emo is short for emotional hardcore. At emo emo the very the very of the, root of it, yes. Yeah. The core. very root of it was and emotional and hardcore. All
3: because it's because at the time hardcore was not very melodic.
0: Now we are talking. We're talking. By we're the gonna,
3: way, hardcore '80s. '80s. Black yes. Flag. Minor Threat. Minor Threat. threat. In fact, DRI, Minor Threat. Yeah, with Minor Threat is a is a, They're at the they're, they're at the source of emo. Yes, Ian MacKay. I mean, we, we we can go there. Uh, I would say that you know. Hardcore time it was very brutal, very aggressive, lot right. like, like, like it is in a lot of ways now still. Right. Um, but it, and its, it was still in its like you know adolescent phase at the time. Right. And it was very politically charged. Right. It very, was It uh, was
0: about us and it was about them and yeah, but. And it was
3: very us versus them. It was very uh, government, political, <clears throat> socio, socio type stuff. Sure. And emo was like we're going to talk about a little different topics. That's. We're going to talk. It, it, it focused more on melody. Yeah. Uh, sonically. And lyrically was very, like I said, a lot more introspective, sure. talking about the way the singer feels about the world. I got way less them.
1: social and way more personal.
0: When, yes, which, way less social? So, so the very one of the first bands that's ever mentioned in any of the articles that you read about emo is Rights of Spring. Yes, Rights of which Spring. Rights of Spring came from. The D.C. area, yeah, we could where... basically say
3: that emo started in Washington D.C. <laughs> with just like hardcore, just like well, mm-hmm. just like a part of hardcore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the part that everybody, yeah, well, yeah, the Black Flags, the 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 Bad Brains, but you know, New York still had sure, hardcore going sure. on, sure, pretty hard at the time. Um, but yeah, you can Rights to Spring, rights to Spring, which sure. was
0: actually the the article in, on Wikipedia specifically says that Rights of Spring was founded by a. A guy that was a big fan of Minor Threat,
3: Guy Pixiato. Um, <laughs> he was
0: a huge Minor Threat fan. Yes. Decided to start his own band. Became Rights of Spring, which was a lot more melodic, right? A lot it was, more it still had the personal. Fer- it still a lot still had more
3: the ferocity of hardcore mm-hmm. and the, the 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 searing charged hardcore, but a lot more melody. And I, I I you <laughs> know I attribute that to both Greg Ginn of Black Flag and his very outside-of-the-box guitar playing for the hardcore oh, world. Oh, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And, and a Minneapolis band from 1979 called Hoosker Do, who's Husker. 1984, sure. Zen Arcade. Husker. Which, I mean, that's a really good thing to uh, bring up. In Zen Ar- this it, was like, it was like Zen Arcade took everything about, their album Zen Arcade took everything about hardcore, but then they mixed like, Straight rock, psychedelic, Mm -hmm. more of an indie sound into it, and then these emo bands were taking everything about hardcore and mixing that Zen Arcade kind of sound into it, where there was so much more melody. It still had they were screaming and they were singing, and there was these you know not everything was um, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, angular or singular. It was it was really. Discordant, not so angular guitar lines and, mm-hmm. and time signatures. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but really yeah, yeah, it was just, it was really just another form of the hardcore genre. Sure. Of the punk well, rock, even genre.
0: <clears throat> it was, it was this, uh, if I can talk today. Uh, the same articles that, uh, talk about rights of spring forming also say that it was more of a subgenre of post hardcore,
3: uh, post hardcore <clears throat> prog punk. Yep. It's a great way to, to describe those early <laughs> sounds. Another band is Embrace, which, yep, which yes, is Ian McKay. Ian McKay of of Minor Threat, went on to form Embrace. And it was basically after embrace, he heard Rights of Spring. After he heard <laughs> Rights of Spring. After he signed Rights of Spring right. to Discord. And so at the time, it was like, and they say the word emo core started at an embrace show. Someone yeah. yelled out, Embrace is emo core! Almost as if uh, a diss. Yeah. Uh, but I that was going guy- to say the, and then that's just that's just the those are just the you know the legends the well, just right but just yeah, like any not genre. A video
1: on Instagram of that just right. like
0: any video oh, you know I said video just like any genre out there like subgenre I should say right the 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 originators of emo hated being referred right, to right, as right. emo and I think they- a lot
3: of bands even that spro- <coughs> that spawned from that right. still hated it too and I would say that even even the bands that are still emo today don't like it they might right. use it. Ironically. No bands you know, are emo today. Fucking eat that shit up. I was gonna say yeah, the, the, the band, band, band were now. emo. Like fuck you. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. But then the crazy thing They're was shitty that rock band with makeup the on the The two dudes, you know, you had Guy and one other guy from from uh right to right Spring to Spring. And Ian, they, you know, once Embrace put out their one little record, they formed Fugazi together. Right. Which is what which is like basically the band that broke that post hardcore prog punk sound to mm-hmm. the masses. Like I remember being young and when i first was getting into alternative rock 92 91 2 3 4 uh, i heard fugazi i remember hearing them on 120 minutes they weren't an emo band they weren't mm-hmm. they were they were just another alt rock band i was seeing on 120 minutes yeah right you know i didn't know that and i never like got into them i didn't know i didn't know about their history i didn't even know probably didn't even know about minor threat yet i don't think i got into minor threat till about 94 95 and uh so i didn't know anything about it and then as i grew and got into more underground punk and underground hardcore and, and what i didn't know was emo but was emo i finally found out, oh these guys started that sound i've mean, been mm-hmm. listening to it for years and didn't even know now <clears> i'm into it And then i you know because there's so many stuff that i didn't get into when it came out and i get into years later that's and how every, sure. everything is years with me <laughs> true uh, like i mean we we're all too young for first wave emo yeah was, super I, true were you born i was 84 85 i was born in 85 i was born in 80 <clears> so i was like I wasn't alive for a
1: minute. (laughs) Technically, I mean, I got really into second wave emo, and I probably was too young to be in a second wave emo, but I was into it at the time. So
0: second, second, okay.
3: uh, Let's put a a, a pin or a a topper on this first wave part. Sure. If you guys want to go out and listen to where emo as we know it really started, you need to check out Rites of Spring. That's R-I-T-E. Yes. Like ritual. Rites of Spring. Embrace. Embrace Fugazi. Start there. I've, got, I've also got... And Husker Du. And listen to Zen Arcade, but Husker Du. I've also what, cause got... I don't care what kind of music you like, who that album is. It spawned so many great yeah, songs. It's true. It's, just like, it's like a catchy Sabbath on a
1: hella Xanax. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> a catchy uh, Sabbath on hella Xanax. I've also like,
0: got the band uh, so the bands, <laughs> band's Grey Matter and yes, Beef Theater yes, are also attributed yeah. to that first Grey Matter.
3: All... Grey Matter was right at the end. Right, right. They were putting out albums like... Like 87, guess, 80 yeah, they, they weren't eight ish yeah, they, and about twenty years there.
1: later, the term gray matter gets reintroduced into an emo thing. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> also, you know, I, I wanted to mention before we got too far into this, uh, a lot of people, and and I read this first on Wikipedia, and I was like, that can't be true. So I looked it up on several other websites. A lot of people attribute the very first emo album as being the Pet, Pet Sounds, Sounds, by, yeah, the Pet Sounds. By, the, by the Beach Boys the May sixteenth. Of 1966 is when that album dropped.
1: It's not a far. <clears throat> it's not a far thing stretch. to make because I mean it's because that
0: was like the I first just, mainstream rock and roll album that came out and was super different from everything else, and it was super personal. It was like a deep search into his self instead of being like just about their you know about cars and yeah, girls right, and surfing course, and stuff.
3: Course. I could <clears throat> see I can see the um, the grandparent like lineage, yes. but if you ask oh. me, emo. It, there wouldn't be emo without punk and hardcore. Sure. Oh, no, no, i so, no. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not anything saying... Anything that came before the punk revolution... I mean, you know what? Punk... If you ask me, punk started in the late 60s, too. Yeah. You know... Uh, By who? The who. Uh, well, okay. that's That, that could be one of them. But, I mean, even more like the MC5, the Stooges. uh well, sure. A lot of the garage-type era stuff that was going on. The surf-type sound. The surfy garage stuff that was Dude. going on. That, yeah. Like, the zombies. That was fucking punk. It was... Those guys broke all the rules didn't care about radio play, didn't care what you thought of them, put out little 45s all the time, and it wasn't... And that's exactly what
1: punk bands are still
3: doing. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: All right, so cap on uh, the cap first, wave of, okay, first, first wave, wave of emo.
3: Okay, now first wave, now what do we... Now, we get into the second wave, and that's when I believe that... That's when emo hits the Midwest. Right.
0: That's That was like when it was as... I would it wasn't quite mainstream, but the no, emo bands the emo bands of that time started touring with more mainstream bands. Yes, right, right, so right. So there was a gaining popularity and that's when it starts spreading across the country now, and you uh, start seeing the, mi-
3: the twinkly, um long, happy riffage, uh with mixed with like the spazzed out uh off time uh weirdness that became that second wave emo, it can pretty much all be Brought back to one or two bands, and I'm gonna to have to say that first band is Captain Jazz.
1: Captain Captain um, Jazz. Jazz. And, <coughs> and, ah, yes, and,
3: and they are basically—I think—they're the grandfathers of emo as we know it. The, the revival. That's band, not true. The revival bands that are at that are out now sound more like the second wave stuff than than. Yeah, but do, that's not uh, because of Captain
1: Jazz. Ball. That's because a bunch of kids who went to fucking Berkeley discovered American football. Well, <laughs> but, but
3: Captain Jazz and American footballs— their lineage is the exact same. It's the same dudes.
1: I, I get you that, but Jazz, I'm not gonna put promise the promise
3: ring, Joan of Arc, American football, All those sunny guys, day. They don't they, no members, no 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 cross' yeah, you're, you're saying those bands are. You got Mike and Tim Kinsella. Well, yeah, so, I you know, I understand yeah. that, but Who like run, I'm talking about like, let's, like
0: let's let's back up though to the okay. second wave, and so you so Captain Jazz is a perfect example. Bunch of
3: 15 year olds from Chicago sure. making a sound that wasn't really heard of quite yet. It was they, <clears> they, <throat> they, they it was like they took the. The, the the DC emo sound and they added like m- uh, more of a Midwest pop punk sure. kind of sound to sure.
0: it. I, it's it's said that the second wave of emo drew more from indie rock and pop punk than it did from it, hardcore. From
1: hardcore. Like, like, yes, if I, I was gonna take a simple way to describe what Captain Jazz was doing, it's like lifetime covering rights of spring songs.
3: Okay, I see that because yeah. it's pop punk. There it is the, it's yeah, pop punk, yeah. but it's good. But, it's, but yeah, and it's very uh, it, it, it's still very layered. Very dense right. music, a lot of overlapping guitar lines, a lot of sprawled out uh, parts that don't necessarily feel like they fit into one another, right. uh, but, but at the same time, totally do. You know, they got, those, they got a lot of surprising changes. The vocal, the vocal patterns <clears throat> are really, I think, what has come to define the emo revival of, of today. Um, and like I said, they kind of were the, like the, it was almost like the royal bloodline of emo. Just because of the, you know, part of the guys in and Jazz went on to form Promise Ring, then the other guys went on to form Joan of Arc, who later became American Football. Who somehow, with all the other stuff out there in the emo world, by the time their first album came out in 1998, 1999, yep. somehow they became the flag bearer of what of classic emo. Yeah. When really, I mean, they were at the end of the second wave. Right. Yes. And it was they like they didn't even like like a lot of people say Weezer had a big influence on Weezer Second The Weezer had a huge fucking on, influence on, both, on second wave emo. And and yeah. on pop punk too. But it was yes. almost like um those 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 emo bands that were influenced by that, they got more swept into the pop punk stuff, and oh, the sure. emo bands that weren't so much influenced by Weezer became more like American football, I mm-hmm. think. And and I don't think – I like those records, but I don't, I'm don't. i not going to stand here and die on the American football hill. And it seems to me that, like, if you don't like American football, then you don't like emo. And I say, you know, suck my balls. No, I fucking <laughs> love emo.
1: And you know what? American football is just about as overrated as Aerosmith.
3: Yeah, they're very overrated. I like them. I like them. I, I like, I like I them. them, but I'm or not – You can't <laughs> say – I mean, if you ask anybody, Never Meant has to be in the top ten of the your top 10 emo tracks. Fuck that. Yeah. No, it, I mean it, even uh, if even beyond personal opinion. You nope. have to admit that the col- that the effect on the cultural zeitgeist oh, yo, that oh, that album that, well, that sure, song sure, had. It's up there. It's but, just like it's just like Clarity by Jimmy Eat World. If you ask me, that's the greatest emo album of the 90s. It that's is, you know maybe the greatest it, emo album of all time. Okay, well, okay. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> high up there for me. And that sounds nothing like the, the the cap and jazzes or the even yeah. you know the embraces and stuff like that it's nothing like that so where <clears throat> did so you had the end of an era with the with with the first wave stuff and we had the cap and jazz and all these bands we're talking about now but somehow it got like, simpler where did where did pop punk and Emo really so, start to meet in the nineties more, more so lifetime. because a lot like that, which Spawn sounds like movie life and Alkaline I was going to say, and, so, yes. so
0: where, where that marriage of uh, emo and pop punk to me, just looking up the history, which like I said, I'm not the emo historian. Right, and I'm really I had to do either. a lot of research for this, but from what I, what I was reading, it seems like the marriage of pop punk and emo was essentially drive through records Okay. Because, Fuck that. Because listen, listen. Drive through records had signed at that time. Midtown Starting Line Something Corporate. Dude,
3: we aren't even close to this era yet. <clears throat> I,
0: I know. I know. This, okay. this is this okay. Is, okay. is like I'm late nineties. Like late nineties. Remember,
3: Nothing Gold Can Stay. By Came NMG. out nineteen ninety nine.
0: But then, then they also at that time had signed Newfound Glory. They found. Huge commercial success with Newfound Glory, which kind of helped the label, the emo label mates mm-hmm. find more success, mm-hmm. and that's where it got brought into like more of a, a melting pot, was drive Through records, and also then Vagrant Records, which is oh, around for the same sure. time.
3: For sure. That was Alpine and Trio. That was Matchbook Romance. That was uh, uh, the Dashboard Confessional for a long time. Get Up Kids Saves Get the up, Day. Kid, saves the Day. Hey Mercedes. Uh, yeah, for Deep sure. Elm Records. Yeah, for sure. Shadow Creek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, these are all mid-90s startups, basically. Yes. Startup yes. record labels.
1: And the end of second wave emo is what took emo and this poppy, catchy, digestible shit and kind of well then
0: crushed the, it all together. Well,
3: that's not okay. Yeah. No, say... All right. So if we're going to go, let's say that second wave was like, I don't know, 94 to 99. Yeah. Uh, actually,
0: it started as early as... Like ninety one no, with Jawbreaker and Sunny you- Day and okay, okay.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's days. not forget Sunny Day Real Estate. Um, at the time they I think they were the first they they broke away even further from the hardcore sound. They still had that urgency. They were like yeah but they were grunge. really gonna yeah they really brought in the alt rock yeah. revolution of the night. I think I actually wrote a note on that. Yes, that Sunny Day Real Estate, a 1992 Seattle band. I was going to say
0: the the grungy alt-rock and sound the, the, is perfect yes, for a band Alt-Rock from Seattle. The whole
3: explosion of the 90s really helped that band. And if you don't know, Sunny a lot of guys, a few of the two of the guys in Sunny Day Real Estate went on to join Foo Fighters.
0: See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There's, I didn't uh, they, I didn't do that, that much Mandel research. And, and uh, uh, make, what? Yeah, oh. there you go. Both. Well, that's cool.
1: And they both have signature Fender models and they're sick. <laughs> um
3: but okay, really well, then we also got, don't let now when we talk about second wave, we can't leave out Braid.
1: Yeah, Braid. Yeah, Texas, Texas is the reason.
3: Texas is the
1: fucking reason. Is yep. what took. Oh my god, I'm so happy you said. this. <laughs> That's what took the poppy, fast, upbeat, digestible, easy shit to listen to, and the
3: weird cap and jazzy, fucked up time yeah, signature, yeah, technical yeah, emo. Sure.
1: That was the first fucking one. And period. They
3: were one of the first like second wave bands I ever got into. Was Texas the reason and Braid? And Jimmy Eat World, uh, which they also, I, yeah, they're definitely second wave. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think their first Full came out in, like, 96. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, and Knapsack.
1: Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. You know what label in the late 90s had a lot of great emo on it that doesn't get put into the same thing as, like, Vagrant and Deep Elm and that? Tooth and Nail had a bunch of phenomenal Excellent. emo yeah. in the 90s. I actually
3: think that, that that listening to Tooth and Nail era bands really led me down an emo path more and more and more. Like Further For a Se- while, they were the only labels putting out hardcore that I liked. Like, Further
1: Seems Forever is like the only band I like more than I like MXPX.
3: That's like... Now, Zena, you know, when you start talking about Further Seems Forever, we start talking about when I first really started dipping my toe into like, I listened to emo. <laughs> like, we're talking about Further Seems Further Forever.
1: Further Seems Forever, by definition, ruined my life. They were <laughs> excellent. You ever seen live with Chris Caraba? Did you ever get a chance? Uh, not in the 90s, but when they toured... I saw them in like 02. I saw them in 2011. Okay. They put out one album on Rise Records and they did a tour and they only played like two new songs. They put all the Moon is Down. Yeah. And it was, I couldn't believe it. Moon is Down's incredible record. Incredible record. Do you guys remember Fetlas? The store
3: album? I used to work there. I used to buy Jayco's from
1: Fetlas, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I used to,
3: I, I wrote the entire lyrics to the song The Moon Is Down somewhere in the rafters hidden in the very top of that place like and in no the one deepest, will ever see it again I, I know <laughs> I mean, like the deepest darkest corner of that place the I only wrote, that the most emo, the that's the most is emo that's the most heard. emo thing I've ever heard the only time I've I ever there cried
1: at a too. show oh, wow, emo is emo when is. they played New Year's Project in that show it's the only time i ever cried at a show mm, I don't, just ooh. because like I'm oh, belting God. out the chorus up against the rail at the bottom line just think I can't fucking believe this is happening
3: yeah we saw him at uh at uh the, that uh bowling alley what was that place called fireside fireside, fireside. Yeah. i saw
1: him, saw him in like 2003, f- 2003 with jason gleason oh, i okay. saw him with jason gleason a bunch of times okay but uh never original lineup with chris crab but just yeah, later down like the road you saw
3: them the very it was probably their very last tour with and, and honestly no, i had just gotten into them their <coughs> album
1: they did with jason gleason i think is better than the moon is down what was that one called how to start a fire how to start a fire phenomenal right. it's a good record. record good record uh their third singer was in a bunch of great 90s emo yeah, bands Sensfield.
3: field yeah uh, and he passed away last year. Uh, uh, was it last year, two yeah, years ago? Just last year, not years too ago, long ago. I forget his name. John Bunch. Don Bunch. I saw the
1: first show he ever did with Further Seems Forever at Cornerstone 2004. And it was fucking atrocious. <laughs> and I was really, really upset. Well, that's a bummer. It, dude, you have no idea. I was, oh, I wanted to just, like, bury myself. Don't dying. you hate it when
3: you see, when, you when, like, a band you love, to, like, just pisses you off or depresses the fuck out of you live? Don't you, isn't that like a bad feeling? Glassjaw really did it to me. Oh, Glassjaw, right?
1: Fest 2013 or 14? Jesus Christ, it was bad.
3: Um, when I saw them with, I think they were with uh, Coheed a few, just a few years ago, probably like 2016,
0: and it was real K- bad. Can we take a quick break to say that Coheed is touring with Mastodon, and every time I, I die, tickets. and it looks like tickets. the sickest show ever. She got me tickets for Valentine's Day. <laughs> that is oh, so awesome. Yeah. That is going to be such
1: an I awesome saw that, tour. and I'm like, hey, Andy Reid. <laughs> All this is Andy <laughs> Reid. You know I've seen Coheed
3: and Cambria like 25 times. Mm-hmm. This will be like my 26th If you catch Andy Reid
1: of that show, tell him any opinion you have, and he will tell you it is wrong. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why I either agree or disagree with it.
3: <laughs> Mostly disagree. Hey, I'm the professor. What do you want from me? <laughs> That's
0: why um, I'm here right now. I
1: will campaign hashtag anybody knows best forever. Yeah, hey, do it. So, my, <laughs> so I'm trying
0: to run up
3: for Portage mayor. That's my. Uh, oh fuck that. That's my.
0: So uh, so tail end of wave, emo wave two. Yes. Uh, is we're talking Texas is the reason, which they're not tail end, but they're they're like they're a, in there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in there. They're mineral. The tail end. Mineral. mineral, mineral we, promise ring.
3: Have we brought up mineral? No, we haven't. Oh my god, why? Because I'm not a fan. Uh, I know you All are. these bands sound the same. I know, but I don't. I couldn't get into his voice. <laughs> oh. Vocally, I'm just not a fan. I love of Mineral. Yeah, I I know you do. But I understand. Box. I am not going to begin, I understand their impact on the on the cultural <gasps> the cultural the culture. You know who emo? we have not
1: mentioned for like tail end second wave emo. What a specific thing to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is, just is really, to uh, fucking Brazil. Yeah, jets to sure. Brazil for sure.
3: But they were uh, so much more indie. Which just uh, so jets so to so Brazil
0: like, was. Uh, who from Sunny Day, right? Am I? Yeah, yeah, someone from Sunny Day. Wait, or wait, was it Sunny Day or Jawbreaker?
3: No, definitely not Jawbreaker. It wasn't Jawbreaker.
0: Now I, I got to Google this. We might as well Google shit. that shit. Yeah. Uh, well, shit. while you're Googling that. Because I know it was either Sunny schools,
3: Day or
1: Jawbreaker. Same break. kind of situation. Love Rival Schools. Though. Love Rival because, Schools. Because, well, I'm
3: also a big Walter Shuffles fan. Sure. Because, like, you know, as, as early as middle school, I got into Black Flag and, like, Gorilla Biscuits and shit like that and Youth of Today and all that shit. And then. Early high school, the Quicksand record came out, and another Ooh, 120 right. minutes was my was my go to. Sure, great Because they played, like there was Alt Nation, but Alt Nation played like the top forty alternative stuff. Alt Nation and Sunday night, it was 120 minutes, two hours of the stuff you never heard of. Saw the Quicksand video, ordered the Quicksand mm-hmm. album off Columbia House uh you know for a through penny, paper on for a the a mail penny, took yeah, like three yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. to that, get that shit It <laughs> became one of my favorite records of all time probably influenced why i like bands like deftones so much <clears> and uh which deftones have so many emo parts it's not even funny dude
0: that's uh, super true so
3: yeah, they, they, they're they're they they're a quarter emo band i swear just to brazil
0: was founded by blake schwarzenbach of former frontman of jawbreaker yes.
1: okay fuck on. all of us yep get it all uh, everything yeah, yeah, we yeah. have Said so far hey, has we, zero credibility. We have not expert. Hey, No, no, no.
3: We looked into it. We looked into it. So. Hey, at least we look into Googling it. Googleing something doesn't give you any cred. It just means it, you have no, a phone. No, it so just what? calls you out on your own bullshit, which proves you do have cred. Yeah, Calling that's, yourself uh, out and, and correcting yourself. Oh, I just don't do that. Yeah. Well, because so, oh, hashtag Larry Racino knows best.
0: I want. I want to say before. Fuck we, off, man. <laughs> Before we put a cap on uh, second wave emo, so, I we're getting go... into the big shit now. Yeah, I'm so... We're getting this into is a, why the anyone... year emo broke. I wanted to say my, my, two, my two favorite probably emo records, because I'm not a huge emo guy, admittedly. Uh, my two favorite emo records of all time were from the second wave, which were uh, Drive Like Jehu, Yank
3: you think that's emo you think that's like a, fuck that, you that not noise, emo that's emo that is it's, emo it's yeah. noise rock it's post-hardcore but, noise rock it's not it is it is it's got more relation to big black than than to fugazi i but,
1: black like from robin big
3: no big black uh steve albini's band i don't know what that is you don't know who steve albini i know is? who steve albini is he's like the, the best producer of all time he actually but, just did a dj set at the michigan city uh Oh, you know what DJ sets are boring to watch, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but fun to listen to if you like who you're who's doing it. But yeah, boring to watch. Well, Yank yeah, Crab, I guess if, if it's a good
3: record, I'm not gonna I'm not taking away from everybody. It. I just don't never really throwing it into that. The reason label. the
0: reason I. Really love that record is because they are like a direct influence on Botch, who is one of my all-time oh, favorite hardcore bands for sure. If you listen to Drive Like Jehu and then you listen to Botch, yeah, oh, you, definitely. It's,
1: definitely. you that it, I take what but you said hey, about the noise rock weird shit. Boy, yeah, I get they, it. And I botch agree is now. And you know what?
3: Botch is a noise core band too. Yeah, like they mm. they they were. That's a whole nother That's a whole another episode. Sure, uh, <laughs> talking about the Botch and warm, and how they. Influence Norma Jean. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Norma just took for re-recording the botch album like, oh, we wrote this. It <laughs> is, and it was the best Norma Jean album. Plus, <laughs> uh, the Martyr is my favorite. Norma Jean. I like. Jean. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Uh, oh God. Oh God. The <laughs> Yeah.
3: I like Redeemer too. But like I, I, I like said, Redeemer These too. are whole, this Redeemer. Oh yeah, yeah. God, we're are whole, super we're, similar. We're getting. No, into we're not it. talking about Christian hardcore. My my other
0: my other favorite emo album. uh which I guess you guys can argue whether this is an emo album or not, but I was going to say Pinkerton by Weezer.
3: Definitely an emo album. Yeah. It is an emo album, but God, why the fuck
1: does everyone have such a raging, stiffest, Fuck boner for because, Pinkerton because, because it
0: was the last album that Weezer made that actually meant something. Well, green no, came no, out after that. You
3: couldn't predict that because I loved Pinkerton when it first came out. I could have never under I could have never thought, oh, they're gonna suck after this. They didn't.
1: Yeah. Green what it, is was, so it was so good. What no, it was not. is is fuck they- you guys.
3: I'm gonna leave. <laughs> no, no, hey, no, Green's got some okay stuff, but it's like garbage in, in comparison. No, it's not. Pinkerton sucks. No, Pinkerton was the mainstream band doing the underground sound. It was all the bands that were brewing that were influenced by Weezer and the way they were sounding. Weezer had the big platform and they wrote a record like that. If you ask me, Pinkerton sounds like their what should have been their first record. Right. And then the Blue Album sounds like what should have been when they got polished by a, by a label. The
0: Blue
1: Album sounds like the Blue Album and Pinkerton so, sounds like it. they shouldn't have made
0: it. So Pinkerton sounds like the album that they wanted to make. Exactly. The, the Green they Album. They make it. The Green Album sounds like the album everybody else wanted them to make. And I—that's why I like Pinkerton because it sounds like their well, from true Weezer's music standpoint.
1: Like, hey, we made Pinkerton, and if the label's like, hey, make this record, and you're going to make billions of dollars, they be like, I.
3: But they didn't <laughs> make billions of dollars off Pinkerton. No, Pinkerton no, I'm talking made off green. green. Yeah, yeah, well, they made that's billions exactly dollars off Green. So, but, but, but also that Green was how many years later after Pinkerton? See, that's uh for real. like eight. So, eight years, so yeah.
0: Pinkerton came out, and it was like just panned by everybody. Nobody liked it because
3: it was so different than Blue, right?
0: And, but it was their passion project. That's, that's the Definitely. album that they wanted to make. And then that's, they say that that's the reason that Rivers went into like, such a deep depression and they went on hiatus and he went back to college or whatever because, because nobody that, liked was, his, that his, was the nobody album. Nobody liked they, his passion project. Right, yeah. right. And then when they finally decided to come back and do another album, they were just like, "Well, we they need to, to sell records. That, they had to
3: write off that name recognizability because those blue album songs were yep. still hits. They were still getting regular radio play. Blue is probably still paid for, bought today. Yeah, people are still buying. I would still buy blue, blue album. Me too. I, I love, love the that blue album. album. It's fucking amazing. Uh, but. After that, I just think, I don't think that they I mean, Blue or Green had a bunch of catchy-ass, great, fun, Beverly Hills, party songs. It's Radio uh, Beverly Rock. Hills was non-Green. Was it? It
0: might as well have been. Oh, it wasn't? But it wasn't. That was but... it
3: on Maldroit? <laughs> Maybe. I don't
1: know. I stopped listening to Weezer after- <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pipe Yeah. Hashpipe. Photograph. Like, dude, these fucking songs island dude. and the intro to hash pipe a good song do the intro to Hashpipe, island,
0: that dude, intro to Hashpipe not, is fucking heavy as fuck dude, 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 dude. i'm not saying if it was halftime sounds
3: like the monster's theme song i'm
0: not saying that sounds like hate breed i'm not saying that green album and beyond are like poorly written they're not bad songs but to me that's not weezer because you could tell that they put everything The album pinkerton. is called weezer I, they put everything they had into pinkerton and everything after that was just their record company.
3: I agree. I agree. Word, I, and I, I get
1: that. But, dude, I would put some shit that wasn't me into a record they company. They
0: sold their souls for rock and roll. For, no for, no for
3: millions of dollars? Fuck yeah, yeah I'd do sure, anything for millions sure.
0: of dollars. Call it we'll sellout, sellout, sellout or not, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Dude, I'd, I'd it, be like, a sellout millions of Sellout every stadium
3: I
1: play. Dude, you're not fucking cool. You sold out. Like, yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to shit on you with all my money because I'm a sellout. Sorry I made what I love into a
0: career. <laughs> right. All right. So we can put a cap anyway,
1: on
3: so, but Second Wave. Said yeah, your, so you said your
1: f- favorite two emo albums are from Second Wave. Yes. What are your – What's your favorite I have Second Wave emo album?
3: Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, probably Clarity. And then I really, really like the Right to Spring two albums put together. Or, uh, oh, that's first. Braid, that's first. So. I'm talking Second Wave. Second Wave sure. uh, I'm going to say Clarity and uh, I don't know anything by Braid. Word. Um, so I'll go like baby what was it ninety seven. Texas is the reason, really, a lot too. Sure.
2: Hey guys, Deadpool here.
4: Just wanted to tell you
2: about a little event that's happening on March twenty third. Fun for funds. It's a Journey into Comics Network event featuring live podcasts from Bruce with Dudes Podcastrophy. Dungeons with Dudes and Journey into Comics. As well as performances by band number one, Boner Jovi. Ooh, that sounds fun. Walk Among Us. Yesterday's Chips. Also featuring Live Stand-up by comedian Patrick Murray. He's so much fun. <laughs> presented by Journey into Comics Network in the Doom Room. North and Pop, Lafayette Indiana, Doors for 3, Podcasts at 4 with bands at 7.30. $10. It's 21 and up. Don't try to sneak in, you silly kids.
3: Was that Texas His Reason album? Uh, I think it's just called that. And it, it wasn't it was just like a it was more like a Oh, this band made a bunch of records. Let's no, they put had put They had Let's put them together. an album.
1: It was like a. The title it, was a like question. It,
3: it was it had the white background instead yes, of in cursive.
1: Yes, yes, uh, it's in. I was just listening album. to it
3: today. I was I was like pounding my brain in this afternoon. Um,
0: I'm trying. My, my favorite, favorite is going so second
1: wave emo album. It's not my favorite album by this band, but my favorite album by this band. I think in that <clears> era might might be like very beginning for third wave, but through being cool by saves the day mm-hmm. is probably my favorite second wave emo. See, already. I would have see I think that, saves that's the another
3: day. band that I, I would have called that album a pop punk record. Like more like really a pure There's times almost well, there's a pure parts of it that I would call it a
1: fucking hardcore record. <laughs> um
0: by the way, uh <laughs> the Texas of the Reason album, it's called Do You Know Who You Are? Do you God.
1: know who you
3: are? Apparently yes. not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Google to
0: the rescue again, yeah. dude.
3: I don't make any excuses or, or anything about I'm not made of remembering excuses. names or anything like that's, that because there's too many. I know, and I admit that like I only have room in my head for so much. That's, I barely remember <laughs> your name. Half. the Larry time. Larry called me know? out
0: in the last episode for Google and during during our episodes so dude, much. The biggest, but I the most, down, down, the most downloaded it.
3: podcast on the planet has someone who Google's for him. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's we need not an intern. About it. We yeah. need an
0: intern to do that for us, so
3: we don't yeah. have to do it. <laughs> well, man? I think I'm driving a lull to do your podcast every week? No, but the internet exists. So, what do you all right. do? text me.
1: Hey, hey text me the hey. shit you hey. Google. Google,
3: Google, Google, Google the answer to this and text me back. So all right. it's just like so, double Google. Uh, <laughs> so, Larry so, and Chris are texting me
1: again. I got to Andy read this. Putting a cap on second. <laughs>
0: Putting a cap on second wave emo. And going into the third wave, which is mid two thousands, early yeah, like mid two thousands.
1: Two thousand,
3: two words.
0: Well,
1: hold on.
3: Full collapse.
1: That was the yep. two words I was going to say. I was to, well. What year did Full Collapse come out? Because that 02, is. O two,
3: November O two.
1: Thought it was O one. Oh, November O one.
3: My bad. Motherfucker,
1: you okay? Um, Full Collapse. Because by it, January O two, I was the listening to it. Definition of what third
3: wave? Third wave emo. Really is, is yeah, which, and they drive more. Su- I think they take way more influence from the first wave than any of the second wave tr- bands. True, because they were the first third like wave they, emo they, band. They had that. They had that more cathartic rites of spring sound with the screaming and the singing. And it really, it was. It's not like even with the Thursday's first record. And
1: singing. What? It's not even Thursday. No, Thursday's first not there. But record. also, I don't give a fuck what anyone says about this. Thursday's first record, waiting, sucks ass. Yeah, it's
3: not. I never was a fan. I liked. Um, I liked their cover of "Level Terrace Apart." Which was uh, kind of, in a lot of ways, my introduction to Joy Division, who over time has become one of my favorite bands of all time, but who are very, also very emo too. Uh, <laughs> uh, like the
1: '80s new wave bummer thing, like that's not emo. That's why we didn't talk about Joy Division. Yeah, that's cool. Or that's fans, cool. No, no, no.
3: That, I, I get it. It's really. I, I did think as about much like of influence as they might have had on sure. some of these artists. And I was they're trying really to think about, hey, how can I bring this in? But I'm like, no, I can't. It's sure. not emo, so it didn't no, count. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It definitely had a, had its fingers in the pie, sure, but not enough to make it part of the sound,
1: sure. So this third wave, do you know what kind of stuff made full collapse to like what it is? besides like, like the early Rights of Spring kind of stuff, but like stuff that just came out like a year or two prior to that was like a lot of like the clean, sad bridges to like poison the well songs.
3: And Glassjaw. I
1: was just going to say Glassjaw. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Finch. I think that they kind of had that they were like their first step towards the mall emo. If you want to call it mall, Finch you know? was got signed to uh, Drive Through Records in two thousand two. I want. I love that first Finch record. I but, but we so, had a demo of it before it came out, and the demo versions were so much doper. Was it like a hot topic? No, they no. have um, drive I mean, through, I mean, Just like something like drive
1: through would put out a full length for a band, but mm, right before, like a, maybe a year or so before that, they would put out like a five song EP of okay. each band. Oh yeah, length. yeah,
3: because that was the time yeah. of. Of little, uh, so like, little CDs that were in the little cardboard yeah, books. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, Finch, all the labels Finch hand put out.
1: out a an, an EP right before they put out What it Is to Burn. I forget what the EP is called. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, what you're talking about. And they had a couple demo versions of the songs yeah. off What it Is to Burn and a couple other songs, and they were great. The demos oh, yeah. were great.
3: But yeah, Drive Through was really big about that. But it they was were cool. like, they were like the first ones to really have that, like pop emo sound mm-hmm. like there was there was, you listen to a finch song and you could be like oh this could be a backstreet Boys song if they really wanted it to be just the progressions and uh, sure. the, the, the vocal arrangements and stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean they're they're very pop. finch
1: had a song called gray matter like the yes they did and it's an awesome like, hey, this song. Is gonna come up later yes, on yes. and <laughs> it features daryl plum
3: yes an excellent song probably my favorite song on the record probably my favorite song on the record untitled is, is uh which one's that
1: Okay, okay. That one. That one's awesome too. It's as shit. Every song on that album sounds the fucking same. Like, pretty much. Pretty much. Finch's second record sucks ass.
3: Say Hello to Sunshine?
1: They had that song on. I don't think it was on either of those albums. I think it was just a B side, but it was on an Atticus comp. Worms of the Earth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. starts with just that That song is awesome. It's fucking. Sounds like glass jaw. It's just heavy. Yeah, intense. that song was the shit. And when they and put then, that out, I'm like, "This
3: is what Finch is gonna do. This is gonna be yeah, sick." It was. Like, oh, they went a lot more indie. They sound like Seether. It sounded. Later uh, on it it reminded lame. me. It just reminded me of like like maybe he got maybe they got happy. <clears> this fuck is that, like that's like got, right right right. Happiness is lame. Oh well, come on, man. We're talking about emo. Yeah, happiness. But is like lame. we said, emo <laughs> doesn't necessarily have to be sad. And that's one of the common common. That's super true. It just has to be. It just has to be from the heart. So, and it has to be hard on sleeve type stuff. It doesn't have to be sad.
1: Um, another big early on third wave emo album is Stay What You Are by Saves the Day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. huge. Which is my favorite Saves the Day record. One of my favorite records of all time. Uh, From Here to Infirmary by Alkaline was, Trio.
3: just going to say From Here to Infirmary. Uh, third favorite album ever made. Is From Definitely Here to my favorite Alkaline Trio record. Um,
1: if that was the only thing they ever did, I would still love them to death. Um, Mr.
3: Chainsaw. So fucking good. Every song.
0: Tell All Your Friends. Taking back Sunday
3: is a is a co- is the topic of its own. Okay, yes. all right.
0: So I, I'll, I'll I'll hold back. The band that I first
3: on on I, actually brought a hard rock sound to emo. <clears throat> not necessarily. I mean, they they had their pop punk moments. They and they they, they there's little bits of the original emo in their sound. But they had but they had that they they had that finchy poppiness that we talked about. But there was something almost hard rock fun. Now, I wouldn't say Bon Jovi, but something like uh, that. Not at all. No. Not at all. That's not what I. I it's hard to explain. No, he said he wasn't going to say Bon I, Jovi. Yeah, 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 but definitely like this like, <laughs> pop, hard rock vibe, but with an emo glaze. Okay. And, but you know that what? Sounds I, delicious. It like Did you know that there's only one original member left in that band? Is it Adam speak. Ozara? No, he's not even the original member. He was never an original member. Is it John Nolan? Yes, John Nolan is the only one left. And not even now? the fat guy who played bass no, or whatever? No, the other guitar player, Eddie, maybe? I don't know. I'm not uh, friends with yeah, them. yeah, The two original members, Eddie, Jesse Lacey. Founders of that band. Then they brought in. I think his last name is like Nance or Kance. Something like that. Nance he the rapper. Moved, he moved, he he moved, <laughs> he started playing guitar, moving Jesse Lacey to bass. John uh, Nolan. Nolan fucked around with Jesse Lacey's lady, and Jesse Lacey quit the band and started brand new.
0: Oh, so there's there's the that's tracks. where it all
3: happened. John John Nolan was the original <clears throat> singer and then they brought Adam Lazar in later. Jesse Lacey was already out of brand or already, already out of taking back Sunday when, when Adam Lazar joined. Because remember, like a, that was a big thing was the feud. Oh yeah, yeah huge. and like there were songs on on your favorite weapon and songs on tell all your friends that were kind of jabbing each tracks. other. Yep. They were kind of di- emo diss tracks, yep. for sure. which is super tight and doesn't. Have, let's yeah, start
1: a I fucking thought, was, thing with the really cool. we like, hey, a band. Like hey, any band from around here, fuck you.
3: Let's start shit and write I songs was, about each I other. Was on the, I was a brand new guy. I liked your favorite weapon. I was a brand new guy. Ooh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I've always liked Taking Back Sunday better.
3: Yeah. See, I w- I thought that um. I thought they were too glossy, and I thought that, that uh, brand new were like they, they were like just under that gloss with just a little more grit. Just sure. a little more grit. Uh, uh, and over time, Taking Back okay. Sunday started to suck. No doubt about it. No, I, I don't I I think it, it was even I, like I that, love that like much time. All, I love Tell All Your Friends, but it took me a long time to love it.
1: Um, the album after that, um, I was going to say be You Come Here Before now? You. That's,
0: uh, Poison Poison well? record, which well? is their best album. Uh, um, the one with the naked baby on the cover? Yes. Uh, love Where, you, wanna where, you, wanna where you Want to Be.
3: Where You Want to Be. Where You Want to Be,
1: yes. Love that album. Louder Now after that, good album. Louder Now
3: was definitely their break, that was their, like, break up, break out record. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> like, no, that, Tell that Your that Friends was, was their break record. No, they they released, released that was their debut. They got May- massively right after that.
0: Well, like, mainstream-wise.
3: Mainstream-wise,
0: yeah what's what was the song that like really launched them was uh Q without the E. Well, that was that
3: in in, them, our they circles, yes. in our circles, yes. Okay, circle.
0: and yeah. outside of our circle? But like a decade under the influence. Like Q1, where you want to be. q 101 I I want to say the first radio single I remember from Make damn sure? Yes. Uh, which I don't I'm trying to find what album that that's was on Louder Now. Of. Is it? Oh, La-
3: yeah. And Louder Now was definitely their break into the mainstream record. Now but Louder Now was their last good record. But they spawned a scene that i really didn't want to be part of anymore like the well i the mo- the, swoop the, mo- hair. the swoop hair <laughs> mall emo they did really cut myself jeans. well i mean I, these jeans i'm wearing are ridiculous i was cut. gonna ooh, say ooh, like dude but, a homie wore uh, a no i shouldn't skin say skinny. i shouldn't sure. say skinny i wear jeans. my girls jeans it was i was gonna say it wasn't Whoa. skinny jeans the taking back sunday
0: thing was girl jeans it was, it was dudes straight up wearing girls pants. yeah with like white your, with belts like
3: the, yeah white belts
0: <laughs> yep
1: to um, the side. I did that shit. <laughs> Two belts. And, 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 there was one the through same, the loops
0: and one just hanging
1: down the on the hips. In the same way that, <laughs> that, that hip-hop, old
3: hip-hop heads talk shit about the young guys not giving, the young rappers not giving credit to the old school and giving credit, you know, to the, yeah. I feel like this scene, they, like, these group of, of fans who loved, who got all swoopy haired and stuff, they didn't, they didn't know who the fuck Rites of Spring were.
0: Oh, and they still don't to this and they day. they still
3: don't to this day. <clears throat> right, right.
0: Three-fifths
1: of this band that I'm in don't know who Rites of Spring is. That's <laughs> no, true. You're right. That's true. You're right. You're right. I can go as er- like late in the emo timeline as 2,000. No one in my band knows who they are. The guys in my band are all 30. They should know who these bands are. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm sorry. Hey, When you grow <laughs> up in
3: Kokomo, it's hard to know what good bands are.
1: None of us are from Kokomo. I
3: Andrew was from Kokomo. Morocco. Andrew Morocco. Andrew grew Morocco. up in Dyer. He, yeah, oh, he, he Morocco, lives in yeah. Morocco now. He lives in Morocco oh. now. Oh. oh, but he's from Kokomo. So he's from both of the. No, no, no. no he was I never from Dyer. Been to Kokomo. He's from Morocco. <laughs> I from get Dyer. these Indiana island place names. They sound like tropical islands. I get them mixed up. Because Kokomo is, is a tropical island. island. Well, Kokomo. No, Kokomo <laughs> doesn't exist. It's not a It does island. now. It's a dope song. Oh, it doesn't. Yes. It. So after, after the Beach it and Boys, had
0: it- no, after the Beach Boys made the song Kokomo, I think like sandals or something bought an island and called oh, it Kokomo. Okay, okay. So it's, a, it's so they just totally, made it up. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. I'm gonna do that
1: shit. <laughs> Ruba Jamaica. Hashtag Andy Reed knows best. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. So. Also, so this third wave of emo was probably the most mainstream. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, my God. It was big was...
3: enough to launch it and kill it.
0: And it's it's also when some of the second wave emo bands, such as Jimmy Eat World, Dashboard started, Confessional. Yeah, started getting popular. They, How
1: have we not mentioned Dashboard Confessional We, we yet? very briefly Because we like, we we, we're talking did. about good music.
3: Oh, uh, come on. Tell
1: me that the places you have come to fear the most in Swiss Army Romance aren't perfect records. Dude, Fuck I, you with no, your beanie.
3: I, I, I do think that, that there's some catchy songs on there. As but com- it's too, it, for me, it's just too, I mean, it's, it's music for girlfriends whose boyfriends like hardcore.
0: Dude, you know what I mean? I, screaming Infidelities. It's I, awesome. I mean, it's fun. It's a perfect song. It's a perfect song. But, it's a it's perfect fun, song. but I, there's way I better songs than that. I know. But that's that's what everybody that's listening would know. Side
1: note Have you ever heard the split Dashboard did with NFG where NFG covers two Dashboard songs? Mm-hmm, for sure. Dude, those covers, like they cover Saints to hear and it Sailors. It, I haven't heard it. They cover Saints and Sailors and Swiss Army Romance. And it's
3: they're fucking and so good. That sounds good. What about, about Further Scenes Forever covering Say it Ain't So. By Weezer on the Rock Music For Further preview. Seems
0: Forever did a couple covers. How about Weezer releasing an entire album of covers? covers. Dude, oh. Weezer's garbage.
3: covers just sound <laughs> like a
1: compilation of the originals. And it's fucking
0: lame. It is lame. It's I saw it lame.
3: On, I, I haven't even listened
1: Dude, to it. Don't. It's not good. If you want to hear their cover of the Tears of Fear song, just listen to Tears of Fear song. It's the yeah. same fucking
0: song. Of yeah. course. All right. Yeah, I know it's a cover. Back a to Wizards, sorry. Like, yeah, back to
4: their influence
3: just can't be denied.
0: Uh third third wave. Third
1: also, wave, okay. So taking uh, back Sunday and Thursday, we're like early third wave. Hey, this is gonna
3: be a huge fucking thing. But taking <laughs> back Sunday and Thursday sound very different. In some sure. regards, yes, in some regards, not really. There's nothing really poppy about there's nothing really poppy about full collapse. That's there's a, lots of poppy parts of full collapse. But not in not in that the, the, not in that like happy sappy way that. that no, they're not happy. You can be happy, but, or but sad and catchy. But yeah, there's it, there's catchy parts, but I mean they're two very different branches of emo. That's true.
1: But I'm just saying at this the, time frame when emo was a thing, those oh yeah two I, bands yeah, for sure. Oh, <clears throat> uh, thrice, artists in the ambulance. Thri- yeah, totally. That was
3: also a big which actually artists in the ambulance had a very bridging effect between like the full collapse sound. This, and, the, yes. and the tell all your friends. kind this of This discussion
0: much. where we're at right now, this is very, very at the very beginning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Easy for you to say. Uh, at the very beginning of this episode, when I said it's like a very broad term, this right. is exactly where I'm talking about because mm-hmm. now we're talking about Thursday. We're talking about Taking Back Sunday. We're talking about Dashboard Confessional. We're talking brand about new. Jimmy Eat World, brand new. All these bands, they all fit under the same genre, Umbrella, yeah. but they all have very different sounds. Right. Right. Um, and
1: emo is one of the only things that you can do that. Cause if you talk about like pop punk, you can talk about like New Glory or the story so far, or like any other pop punk band. You're like, oh yeah, all those bands
3: sound the fucking same yes. because they do. Except what some have good singers and some don't. That's my biggest. No, problem. they all have the same singer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or a guy goes <laughs> like,
3: there's so much, Chris, there's goes, so much ah. pop punk out there who yeah. who's, <laughs> who I love musically but can't stand their vocals. So I don't. Who's listen an example to Oh, geez. Um, there's too many that I get in the story so far. Dude, the singer of like the story singer. so far uh, fucking rips. Uh, He's so good. I don't know. Just I, I feel like they all just imitate Jordan Putnick and He sounds nothing like Jordan Pudnik. I know. I'm just talking about in general. Okay, oh, sure. Well, in that's general, because the
1: new Fongori is the definitive pop punk band, yes, period. Yeah, I, I agree with that. There's no way around it.
3: Well, I, or is Green Day the of pop punk?
1: No, the new Fongori sounds Because they were, like de- green. They were definitely Blink-20 called pop punk when they came out. Sure, More but Blink-182. pop punk as a phrase hyphenated word didn't exist yet. Yeah, you're right. So when it boils down you can shit on this all you want, Green Day is just a punk rock band. I, I agree. I agree.
3: Uh, that's a whole other episode, too. Yep. That fucking Gilman sure. Street era, <laughs> that late 80s. Dude, the San only Gilman
1: <laughs> Street thing that mattered was fucking Green Day.
3: Uh, or Rancid, or Operation Ivy, or The Queers, or... I don't uh, like any of that. I like oh, some Rancid. Dude, I love all that. Like, we're going, I'm not we're, cool. We're going to San Francisco <laughs> and... September and I plan on trying to make a stop just to get a picture of Gilman because I I've seen Rancid IV a couple ranted times ranted so much.
1: There's a couple Rancid albums that I like front to back. That's it.
0: This is super no. emo, all this. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Rancid sad <laughs> that songs. Uh, uh, yeah. So back to third wave emo <laughs> um, uh Under Oath. Under Oath. I was gonna say so
3: <sighs> Under Oath is a tricky one.
0: How? Chasing because Safety is, is the Chasing
1: Safety is, is the definitive pretty much their only emo, emo
3: album. It's like their only emo Changing album. Changing of the now.
1: times. So kinda. It's that yeah. It sounded I, like just a shittier recorded version of Chasing Safety.
3: Now the crazy thing about Chasing Safety, as, as much as I like that record, there's really only two songs on that record I really love. And when they got into their next record, uh, "Define the Great Line," uh, the Adam, what's his name from Killswitch was the producer. Adam D. Adam, I Durf- want to make Durf- a Durf- record Durf- with Adam D. So, bad. He, he produced that record, and the reason they went so much like heavier mm-hmm. and had that that like dirgy post metal type sound, on his that sound is because well, he told them. He said, "Look, you guys are on your way." to becoming just another Taking Back Sunday type band. You guys are gone your way to becoming another pop punk emo type band. I think you guys have the potential to be a rip-roaring fucking emo metal band. And that's when that <coughs> Define the Great Line was born, which is my favorite Under Oath record. And I that was my favorite record of 2006, I think, was Define the Great Line. And oh, I wasn't even... That was tough. That was such a good year for me. I wasn't even super into Under Oath. I oh, only, sure. I only I kind of liked Chasing Safety. Uh, and Define the Great Line made me like Chasing Safety a lot more. Uh, but then after that for that I never got back in the, after Define the great line I just Do couldn't get in there you know who was a commercially anymore? massive
1: third wave cookie cutter I think I know who you're going to talk
0: about and I was going to bring them up story of the year oh that's not who I was going to say Who were you going to go I was gonna say, "My Chemical Romance."
1: That's that. That's a completely. That's, dude, oh, it's so hard.
3: Thing. They are so not emo. I'll give them punk. So they I'll are not emo. Punk. I'll, I'll pull give them hard quotation fingers. But <laughs> they are what everyone today knows that, as emo. They are. You're so right. they are emo. You know, yes. in in a way, it, it, it has its moments. But, but they're so. They were so much bigger than the genre. And they, they have, were so much bigger time, than most. Well, bands. By the time Black Parade came out, they were they were introducing like you know Queen elements. I was gonna say Black Parade sounds like a Queen album. If you go back, if you go back to Rock.
0: if you go back to their very first origins they got their start in emo but I, I then they, they were then, then they like branched
3: a, they were like more of a punk band.
0: They branched yeah, into you brought me my,
3: bu- my you brought me your bullets. I brought you my love or whatever Something like that record. That. I brought you that... some makeup
0: and we went to Hot Topic. <laughs> that they branched into what everybody now knows as emo, which is yes. that the Hot Topic well, yeah. guy liner black yeah, and hair. the whole,
3: I'm not okay. Yeah, like I cut myself probably. I'm super sad the... all the time and all my fans where you are super get sad.
0: Your Hawthorne Heights, your <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, uh, your Silversteins, is lovers, your senses Silver...
3: Silverstein fail fucking rules. Senses fail I, I, fucking rules. I, I could but get...
0: They're all under that umbrella yeah, yes, of yes, because when My Chemical screamo- Romance became an emo band,
3: emo died. Well, I think we've talked we've talked a lot about drive through records and like their influence on third wave. There's a record that we need to mention called Equal Vision. Chiodos, Fall, Troy, <laughs> Gross, <laughs> Gross. That's all when I started being like emo sucks now. No, but you think like early Equal Vision, Coheed like, and Cambria, Coheed. Um,
1: who else was there? Um, early Equal Vision was some good uh, shit there. Ho-
3: fucking. Converge Released Jane Doe On, on Equal Vision Converge That's, is emo No not at all But <laughs> uh, uh, Tons of band. I mean they were They they were definitely um, Bear vs. Shark uh, I love Bear vs. Shark yeah 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 That first record Was so good And very Very Emo Emo adjacent Sure Alexis on Fire Yep There you go Emo Young Cardinals Is the only record I like by them And Young Cardinals The song Is my favorite song By them that's enough of that. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, that new Alexis on Fire, by the way,
0: not great. I haven't, I haven't heard it yet. Yep. Bombed.
1: Oh, you know, they played, they played in Burns Harbor
3: back
0: in the day.
1: I remember going to a show on Burns Harbor, seeing Hawthorne Heights, or... Under Oath, Dead Poetic, The Phoenix Rising.
3: The no, Under Oath wasn't at that show, but Dead Poetic and and Phoenix Rising were. Dead then Poetic.
1: it was two separate shows
3: at, in Burns <laughs> I Harbor. Don't know if Under Oath ever played Burns Harbor? My <laughs> they,
1: oh, they fucking did. I'm, I'm trying
3: to I'm remember sure who did. I saw at Burns Harbor. I kind of wish there was a way for me to prove you wrong, but there isn't. <laughs> um, um, Andy Reid knows best. Under Oath was no, never in Burns to Harbor. All, I just went to all the Burns Harbor shows. Uh, but yeah, Dead Poetic definitely played there. I made flyers for it. And no. Hawthorne Heights. And, <laughs> uh, I could... I, I, uh, dude, there's
1: a couple of Hawthorne Heights songs that are fucking great. I don't give um, a fuck, dude.
3: That hit is so gross. Ohio but, is for lovers,
0: right? All those bands. I can't, I, even the, I was I can't like, pretend to dislike that I song. was only,
3: you know, I was around, you know, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. God, I was, I was like, like nine, and I felt that they were all trying. <laughs> I was like, what, like yeah, sixteen. I'll be okay. thirty nine this year. Uh they were all just so tryhardy to me. For fucking sure, but yeah. they made a million but bucks. I, I don't give a fuck. I like, do. They, they didn't have any integrity. You know what I mean? So integrity rules.
1: <laughs> not integrity as the concept, because, like, I mean, I don't have it, but um, the band is sick.
4: <laughs>
3: I think you did. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I And like I was saying before we started recording, I'm not. This is where, like, a lot of band names, I might recognize the names. But I'm not going to know what they, like, this, uh, what they sound like. The U's was huge. Hate them. Hate them. What? I, th- I swear oh. to God, the U's were put together in a... Stu- they were not a band before some guy said, you, 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 and you, break an album. Mm. Yeah, if it, it, it happened, it was John Felman emo. and John Feldman Rules. <laughs> they were the boy band of emo. <laughs> no, that was Story of the Year. Well, they, but Story of the Year came after Used. No, so, they didn't, did Yes, they, they did. nah, same time. Jesus Christ, Larry, they did. If it wasn't for the U's, we wouldn't have Story of the Year. They... they, they, they and, I think I, and, both of their
1: albums came out in 2002, and Store of the Year was a well, our new metal there, band, there a big blue monkey. There before could there, been, Story of the Year. there
3: could have been a, well, which, which again proves my point on how try-hardy – Hey, new metal ain't cool no more. Let's be an emo band. Poison the uh, Well, Norma Jean, uh, both used to be new metal bands, but they went on to be more like a hardcore band with without without as much. They didn't start singing till till later. They were doing all it was all screamed vocals. Uh, no, the Poison first, the Well. Sc- first two Poison the Well records all screamed. The first three. Uh, Botula. Uh,
1: that's it. That's it. Still singing.
3: That's it. <coughs> but and he only sings at the beginning. And then the rest is all screamed. And then the one acoustic song in the middle of the album there. But, singing. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it. it Do you remember, it's less of a stretch for a new metal band to turn into a band like Poison the Well than it is for a new metal band to turn into a band like Story of the Year. I think that I think that the new metal sound and a hardcore sound are more closely related than a new metal sound and the and the third wave emo sound. But but you know what I did the same thing. I was super into new metal ninety eight ninety seven. Story of the year really didn't have a full on. Third wave emo sound. No, they they, they didn't. They I, had I, a lot of hardcore elements to that. Yeah, we used to, uh, we I had a Your friend, Justin Nolan, we used to call all those bands, we used to call them Nolan Nolancore, because he loved all those bands. Why do I know the name Justin Nolan? Who I, was that? I talked about him on the first podcast. No, but do I know him? Uh, you might know him, I don't think so, though. Who is he? Um, he's uh, He was like the, he was like, Was uh, he in a band? No. Okay. No, love bands. I mean, he was always at shows, always tattooed the fuck up, uh, big movie life, huge movie life fan. Um,
1: Fucking love the movie, life. Me too.
3: I didn't like Forty Hour Train Back to Pen very much. I love um, Has a Gambling Problem. And, I love Forty Hour Train Back to Pen. Um, but yes, no, I, I can't train. talk about Story of the Year. I can't because I thought they fucking. Mm. Okay. So oh, when so you get when away from like, the, the <laughs> heavier third wave, because there was heavier
1: third wave Vimo, which mm-hmm. was people mm-hmm. called Screamo, which we haven't really touched a lot on. Yeah, and we to. don't need to. Yeah,
0: we, w- yeah,
3: we yeah. won't. Well, we could get in. I mean, there's like, you know, page 99 and uh, Orchid and all those bands. If you if you want to get if you want to go look, you know, start with page 99. Start and with go Orchid. Go from there. Uh, or Orchid. Yeah. Or if you're, if you're not your, feeling too crazy, start, your, start with Funeral Diner. That's your Screamo stuff. Or what's that? Another band. They just put out a new record last year. Uh. Uh, guilt, something guilt. Uh, oh, no, I can't remember. No it. idea. But yeah, the, the, um, another Screamo band.
1: But when you, there's like poppier third wave emo. There's heavier third wave emo. Yeah. A lot of poppier, chiller, like indie ish third wave emo. Like,
3: I th- like a lot of that. The early stuff. November. Oh, see, I, I never got into them. Oh my God. I never got, see, like I said, like, I was, you know, <clears throat> the, the emo explosion for me was, was 2001 two three four a little bit of five and then that after was that, premium era and, then, for and, then, and then after that well but I didn't get into everything okay. but then after but that's when those bands were putting out their first records and then sure six seven eight nine they were putting out their seconds and third records sure. I was completely checked out sure for a long time from the emo sound because of the because like I didn't like my chemical romances third record I didn't it took me years to appreciate Black parade years. I still don't. <laughs> uh, and I still don't. Yeah, I still only eighty-five, seventy-five percent appreciate it. Other uh, than
1: my cam, the other bands, like most normies, call emo. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy Panic. Panic. The only times I want to mention Fallout Boy or Panic in this is saying Fallout Boy is not emo. No nope. Panic at the Disco is not emo. Move
0: on. Move on.
3: I'm cool with that. Uh both bands are. Uh,
0: I was going to say good. Fallout Boy had two good
3: records. Uh Fallout Boy had a couple good records. Yeah, two.
0: Three or four. Two is a couple.
3: <laughs> Everything up to uh, From Under the Cork Tree. After that. I'm had a couple good songs. See ya. From Under the
1: Cork Tree is Fall Out Boy's best album.
3: Oh, m- No doubt. No, no one doubt. really agrees with me. Can't believe you do. No, yo, Oh, yeah. No, it's their most fully recognized I, record. I like it. Getting to... True. Take You to Your Grave is a great record. Even Out With this, Your Girlfriend is a great this, record. Yeah, this, sure. is, uh,
0: this is the exact... I like the one record. Larry likes. It I always like two love a band's <laughs> second
1: album. Chris always loves their first album
3: better. Because, it's because
0: there's a two year difference between. Them.
3: That's why, and that's why, like, and then there's like a there's probably like a three. How old are you?
0: Uh, I I'm thirty three. 32
3: Yeah, I'm like I said, i to be thirty nine this year. So that's where you know a lot of our differences happen too, because I you know. When we,
1: when we and Chris were going to, like, the Metro when Andy Reid was our age, he was going to fucking Studio 54 and doing No, <laughs> yeah, Jesus
3: Christ. No, dude. No, 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 no. I just, I couldn't help it. I had a guy that lived <laughs> down, there was a dude who lived down the street from me who was a few years older than I was, and he. He's probably dead now. No, he's not. Uh, but <laughs> if he, he was, I would have felt so bad. About her, he's about 46 years old. but uh, Dead. He, he was always cranking from his house. He was always cranking. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, uh, Dinosaur Jr., and I would hear... It oh, Dinosaur the... Jr. fucking rules, dude. Yeah, he would uh, Eric from... Franklin House looks just like Jay Maskis oh I mean, my god <laughs> so oh, so first that, thing I ever said to him when I first met him first thing I said anyone ever tell you inherently like
1: Jay Maskus looks like a witch yes and because Eric looks like a witch, witch. <laughs> oh yeah. wow Eric just looks like a witch
3: yeah because that's what happens when you're 31 and you're covered in gray hairs <laughs> he die cut, yo shit bro who's the guy from did, Lord of did. the Rings who has the
1: share hair that's long as fuck the uh, like oh, so, the middle. Well, it was
3: Gandalf. Christopher Lee, but the other guy, the bad uh, one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Saruman. Saruman. Saruman.
1: If Saruman put like black ass streaks in his hair, Eric.
3: I think Eric is is he's a wizard of Alpo. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah.
0: But Eric cut his hair. He did cut his
3: more. hair. Oh yeah.
1: yes, now Eric just sucks. Are <laughs> oh, you guys are
3: probably still salty from him not showing up to the get by uh, Josh's last I'm show here? Salty about Eric of awesome things. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric's like my, one of my favorite people no, in the world. The he's the best. I wouldn't say he's uh, the best, but he's good. He's <laughs> all right. Out of here, he's all right.
3: Eric. <laughs> he ain't gonna listen to this. Fuck him. He won't I listen. us Porter County guys will stick together. These fucking Lowell Crown Point boys can keep it. Don't live so, in either of those towns. <laughs> he lives um, in
1: Lowell. Where do you live? You live in Crown Point. Your mama' house. <laughs>
3: Motherfucker! Oh, let me John. Oh, Saint John. Rich. It's like the worst of all of these. Rich. I fucking hate it.
0: There. <laughs> uh, uh, are we? Are we good with third wave? I feel like we're not. I feel I like,
1: feel like something. We I haven't like, covered. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: I mean, look, you, let's get? talk about the dr- transition between your favorite. Well, your favorite weapon. And let's talk
1: more about brand new.
3: The next record after that. I, uh, I have Deja nothing to say Condu. about brand new.
1: Deja is my second favorite brand new album.
3: It's my favorite yeah
1: devil and god is my favorite brand new album yeah love it um anything post devil and god i don't fucking like
3: you didn't like the last i think we talked about this science you, fiction don't like daisy don't like okay um I loved science fiction for like two weeks i remember and then all the stuff came out and i was just like i can't and just do and like, i'm an artist i'm a separate the art from the artist kind of guy i
0: like i, to, I, I, sometimes... I have to be because champion is my favorite band so oh what do they do <laughs> Uh, same, the, same thing as the singer. Else. The singer, a oh, champion, was just a scumbag. Touchy, just, just I don't know. Scumbaggy. I don't know if there was ever touchy, but there was a lot of like messaging on the internet, like "Hey, send me naked pictures," kind of stuff. So. Which I
1: mean, yeah, cool. People do that, but not with a fucking child. Yeah. Um, cool thing. Um, not a cool thing because it's a shitty thing that happened. Steve Klein from Newfound Glory, same situation. Right. Right. They just kicked him the fuck out. Yep. They like, kept oh hey, the um, Before going. this comes a thing, uh world is still gonna be a band, but you're not fucking in it. Right. Sick. That's why I. And he was like, that was a long time ago. Now that was a. And that was like one of the first it, cases, and, and it re- didn't yeah.
3: get the the media notoriety that a lot of the lot of the cases are because getting now. they did the right thing. And, and they're they're really like, hey, social you, media wasn't popping off quite like, yet. dude,
1: get out of here. You're not in this fucking band anymore. Yeah. Oops. And that's why they are still on top of the world.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, they rule. The I'm,
3: I haven't been a big fan of their music since the self titled or Sticks and Stones, maybe. But I haven't been a big fan. But I still like. Love them and, and we'll go see them. There's got to be a couple Come of albums that you maybe you haven't listened to since. No, I, I, I've listened to them. i Coming just home. I've listened. I, but last, before the last time I went and saw them, I went and caught, like, refamiliarized my stuff, myself. And I just couldn't get into it. Not that I do not like it, it's just that I've moved Listen past to
1: Resurrection it. the next time you have a chance. It's fucking heavy. I probably won't. <laughs> I feel that because Andy Reid knows best. So you know what? I don't like that album anymore either. I, prob- I probably won't. I probably
3: won't. I, I probably, probably won't. Won't. Yeah. won't. I'm just keeping it real, bro. I'm going
1: to listen to Biggie and Shop for Shoes
3: online. That's one of my favorite things. To you do. eat meat? Fuck you. That's wrong. No, I. Yeah, I'm not gonna say fuck you, but I will have a beautifully polite conversation with you about it. But uh,
0: Andy Reid's a vegan.
3: Well, oh, hi guys. Almost a year now, I <laughs> haven't
0: touched meat or dairy. That's good for you, man. Good it's for you. Been pretty fun. I, could, I had yeah. a turkey. A turkey club for lunch. Yo, I. <laughs> I actually feel bad because I. I. I had the sandwich from Arby's yesterday that had shit, yeah. five different meats on and it it well, was probably
3: they $25 they said that
4: it, said
0: that it was shit. five you different meats you want to
3: yell louder they said it was five different meats Sorry. it was really just five different like
0: things processed called meat oh yeah <laughs> five different delicious things called yeah, yeah.
3: just weird flesh based compounds flesh based <laughs> Oh, no, we got the fucking monopoly on the word based. Thank you. Well, we got based. the based, too. Well, Arby's. <laughs> we got the diseases
0: for um, the body. Do... Fuck so, it, dude. Arby's is tight. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Uh, one of the articles I was reading through uh, red jumpsuit apparatus and plain white but... tees in the, in the emo umbrella.
1: Uh, I would say I'd that red st- jumpsuit is going to be like that their commercial mall. bullshit yeah. story I, of the year
3: emo I'd rather okay. eat wasps than listen to a oh, minute of their yeah, music that's, well, that's what so I don't know I don't
0: I don't personally feel like they fit into it Oh um, yeah dude they had you a hard so?
3: rocky vibe too For I think sure, but they could have like, they been remember that hoodie we both posted that picture of with Which all the, the the shitty Oh yeah, yeah 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 like, no, that red jumpsuit a, doesn't belong <laughs> right, right, Yeah 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 there's a reason they they're on there Red jumpsuit apparatus could have been on that lace label I'd be surprised if they weren't They should have been on
0: that I feel like they probably had I not
3: I don't like now, I don't like songs that are like explicitly about like things. Like, that song is like explicit, so explicitly about getting beat by your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah that's they, a black big, ass thing they're, to deal they're with. Big, it was, it, oh, oh, no
1: oh,
0: doubt. Is that no f- doubt. face, no face down? No That's down. not emo. Huh? No doubt. <laughs> no <emo>. <laughs> no is no
2: that making. song called Face Down? Uh, Last three was emo. <laughs> <laughs> emo.
0: <laughs> I hate that. I, I don't
1: like it. It's so like.
3: <laughs> It, it's just it's just there's the nothing. song's called face down
1: it's by the way. very it is okay,
3: it's very explicit, explicit. It, it was there Dude, was it, n- like there it's was nothing made i
1: like hey baby come be with me I come yeah with it's
3: you. very uh, uh uh male feminist meets like uh uh virtue signaling and it's just like it's it, dead it, it,
1: on and also one of the the big points of that song Is like hey baby we got the same hair yeah yeah
3: <laughs> yeah the, like those singers were all so pretty all that motherfuckers was the, right. drummer under
1: the drummer from under Oath beautiful oh, hair wash his hair.
0: I always thought, like, the prettiest dude in the emo genre was probably Chris Caraba.
3: Yeah, Brandon Yuri yeah. Brandon Yuri yeah. yeah, but... Brandon Uri. Says, but he, You know what? I Brandon think Brandon Urie... Uri- I think he was just he, what, He's he, just an entertainer who fell into a band that called emo. He's, say, I don't think is he's Brendan
0: Urie emo. No, no, he's Broadway.
3: If you ask me, he's, he's Broadway. He's, a big, he's drama. The only point I'm making is that
0: he is good looking. Oh, if, no doubt about if it. My niece he can, is He's got pipes
3: and, he can, and he's got a face. If
0: my niece is listening to this right now, she is absolutely furious that we just said Brendan Urie is not emo. I guarantee. How old, how
3: old is she? She's
0: sixteen. You're not emo uh, hey, either, girl.
3: Sorry, hey, hey, take it from a 40-year-old who's been around the block a few times she's, on music. He's not emo.
0: She's the one that I think you guys both commented
1: uh, on. Oh, yeah, you're her. right. goes, and Andy's he like, hey, this, and so I was like, oh, here we go. He's like, no, I agree. And I'm sitting there like, you do I, I posted something about emo. Yeah. She
0: commented and said, I feel attacked. And then I said, uh, you're, you, not emo. You, you're not emo. And then you guys both chimed in and said, yeah, no, you're not emo. Well,
1: you tagged me me. Like, hey, well, he, this is a thing. and then, Yeah, but then I, I, I looked at that. I'm like, this is a
0: kid. We're the worst. No she's, she can Handle it. (laughs) So, (laughs) we All right. So, uh, here we are at uh, your house. Okay. I think we're
3: getting to the point where a lot of people think emo went away. No. It kind of went away from the mainstream. It became kind of a joke. The yes. word emo was was bandied about, ironically, sure. mm-hmm. there and there wasn't any more big hits coming out. All those bands were still making records, and in our world our mm-hmm. of, of fandom, yes. we still bought those records, we still liked those albums, and but, no, no. Well, but we, still, <laughs> we still torrented those records. No, still I just knew those saw bands those existed. I didn't listen to them, I listened to their old records. Right, well, I mean, yeah, like I didn't necessarily listen to every Taking Back Sunday album that came out throughout the 2000s, nope, but I, still the first first I listened double. to every Coheed record that came out throughout the 2000s. I only like right? one Coheed album. Well, I'm just trying to make a bigger point okay. yeah. no not that one the one before that Whatever. Um, man, the, the first second stage turn by blade <clears throat> no in, in, in oh, keeping oh in keep secrets of <sighs> silent or three yes excellent record yeah, yeah, like the guy who has a Koei tattoo doesn't know their album <laughs> uh, no, I right. know them all about albums I know them all albums I know, oh, I know. Oh, I know like the future. good all Apollo Eye right, so, and Burning Star 4 so, is definitely their best record but emo um, goes underground a little bit and there's a there's a brewing of bands that are starting to, that now, now in like 2010 we start seeing what is known as what is called now as emo revival right yes and uh they were and it wasn't a revival of the my chem taking back no. sunday sound no it was an a inspired of second wave jazz, emo second wave emo sound
1: and i feel like which, Tidal fight released their first album yeah excellent it was, awesome it excellent, was, what was what album good. is that um Got cemetery uh,
3: and shit on uh, it. Uh, floral green. No, that's like the first oh, album. Oh, That's the second. I thought, but uh, oh, no, shed that. is their second album. Okay, okay. The okay. first
1: album is called something. Uh, and it was it was just a, a, a hardcore pop punk record. <clears throat> um, and then they got a little older. They slowed down. They got a little more artsy and weird. The kids who were starting these pop-punk bands who were into the first Title Fight album heard their second album, like, let's get RT and Weird Too," and then they go back in time, they discover all these other bands, and then Emo Revival started.
3: Yeah, I, I can I can, kind of agree with that. Title yeah. Fight slowing Tidal down fight, is what yeah. started Emo Revival. Well, and now Title Fight is so, like, Title Fight is Tidal like... Title Fight is dead, but like, the
1: last Title Fight album sounded like fucking My Buddy Valentine. Yeah, Hyperview. And these, and these yeah. dipshits and khaki shorts were still stage-diving to it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm a title fight fan. I'm also I fucking I'm love also title a fight. My, uh, My bloody but, Valentine fan. Um,
3: I like shoegaze, which is also very emo adjacent in a lot of ways. I believe oh, that sure. a lot of a lot of uh, second and third wave emo <laughs> bands were definitely influenced by the slowcore sounds of of shoegaze. Definitely. So but, uh, yeah, title fight slowing down, and a, a lot of
1: the 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 run for cover yeah kind of records sure. like uh, Tiger's Jaw, Tiger's Jaw, um, oh, Dad's Dad, I love Tiger's Early Jaw, Early Citizen. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. Like th- the bands who. It was kind of a similar thing, like the big pop punk revival of like 2002, like when the early drive thru stuff, the starting line, all turned into like th- uh, third wave emo. The pop <clears> punk <throat> revival of like the story so far, fireworks, man overboard, that kind mm-hmm. of shit, mm-hmm. all kind of turned into emo rev- revival again.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it just. Ha- the pop punk revival turning into the emo revival happened twice, 10 years apart.
3: I just, I, I just think, like I said, they. They really uh, borrowed more from that early '90s cabin jazz type sure, sound. Sure, sure. You know, just while it's on my brain, do, are we gonna talk you know, at the drive-in? Because I think we talked the, about Thursday, yeah, so I don't think, I think we have at, to. Well, I think at the drive-in really um, perfected the the mix of the of a punky sound with that cap jazz i agree style. with that completely it was, i think if it wasn't for at the drive-in Oops. i might not have got into thursday you nobody would have because Captain drive-in
1: existed before thursday Cabin and they were driving. just like the the yeah. direct predecessor to thursday yeah 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 i, like I thursday think it better. was i think it was yeah I, I
3: i no i disagree but uh i like, like if I'm you about put equally about equally.
1: if you put jeff that's Rickley singing on all, any song on relationship of command any one of them would be like that's thursday yeah uh, kind of sure. yeah yeah for or sure or vice versa yeah Shit. definitely um but definitely. i
3: think at the drive in had a little more indie sensibility nice
0: what we're oh we're good we're no, no, no 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 i, hit the cable I was checking to make sure see us, yeah like that's I what i did thought too not.
3: Um, and I, um i think um yeah. my my favorite band from the emo revival and i also feel that they've put out they released one of my favorite albums of all time is The World is a Beautiful Place. Sure. And I am no longer afraid to die. I believe that they're... That is all one band name, by the way. Yes, in case, the, in case world, <laughs> the World is a Beautiful Place, and I am no longer afraid to die. I just popped Their album, life. Harmlessness, I think it's one of the greatest records ever fucking written that I've ever personally sure. heard. Uh, and I think they're the ones who really <clears> captured <throat> what the emo revival could be. They were like all the... We there were none of the, none of the simpleness of emo and all the complexity of it. Sure. Uh, and the dueling
1: vocals. Um, dueling vocals. When I think of dueling vocals, I think of emo.
3: N- yeah. Take for back sure. Sunday. Well, Fugazi. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, oh, sure. Uh, take it all the way back.
0: Taking back Sunday absolutely perfected it. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they just did it a lot. Yeah, And it was like great constantly. every it's like, time Hey guys cool it Even when I was like, fucking I love, 14
1: I heard it And I'm like why why are you saying that, no. so much see, That's See When
0: I heard it Taking Back me of Sunday the that's Boys. what I loved ah, all all I your guess friends, so I could see that In a lot I of ways it
3: reminded me it's, like, it's, it's, it's Not necessarily call and response <clears> But uh, like you know The finish each other's sentences type yeah. deal
1: We finish each other's sentences
3: <laughs> Finish each other's sandwiches You got a sandwich? Uh, no I don't got a sandwich I'm like baby let me finish it It's only lettuce bro
0: Modern baseball
3: I don't like them. <laughs> take,
0: take take them or leave them. I, don't, I I'm, big, I'm just not, saying, not but and they're I, one of the I, bigger I, names in oh, the revival. The, they're
3: probably the biggest anymore. You know, and revival. I don't understand all the sports references anymore. I was gonna
0: say, I was gonna mention American football and modern, modern baseball, baseball almost back to back. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, and uh, so, what about Basement? <coughs>
1: uh, well, yeah. Basement has like two big different eras. Like, they do. They early do. Basement sounds like title fight. Yeah. Now Basement sounds like fucking Coldplay or something like. But basement now is so good,
3: and definitely, definitely part of the emo revivals. One of, oh, yeah.
1: definitely one of the hugest ones.
0: Uh, pianos become teeth. Yes, early pianos was I think a lot was more, more intense. Of like a yeah, see, that's what I. That's what I thought of pianos become teeth also. If you listen to their old, old stuff, they're like a screamo, like heavy.
3: Yeah, and now they're But more you a... listen
0: to their newer albums, yeah, it's they're a lot like of piano. Slow a lot,
3: yeah, a lot more melodic. A lot of teeth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, no saw teeth. That, we saw them open for... You said a lot of piano, and he said a lot of teeth. Oh. Womp womp. We saw them open for Me Without You, and I hadn't listened to them in probably what, like 10 years or mm-hmm. something, and I was blown away by how like chill and melodic they were i they're was expecting amazing. them to, they were gonna come out and start no, screaming yeah, and stuff an awesome and they're totally I thought, different from i them. thought
3: the latest record was a little too chill i yeah, couldn't get into sure. it because i was like drifting off in the dream world as i listened yeah. to it and i there's and i can only do so much of that you know sure what's up Larry? we didn't
1: talk i was thinking of something we didn't talk about like between second and third wave and that was any ban on the militia group who the militia group like the militia like group. noise yes. ratchet Fucking Uh, shit like that Like Yeah Didn't touch on any of that
3: There's so much This is a very inside We didn't talk about Fucking Recover Oh I saw them Open up for uh, Open up for Coheed and Cambria once They were awesome Uh, With (coughs) Thursday I think And Coheed together I think so Yeah the first time I ever saw Coheed Was with Movie Life And And uh, Thursday And Recover No it wasn't Recover On that tour though It was in Indianapolis It was one of the The Ghost Uh, Which very Very I, very, so I was gonna say
0: before we get too deep into any of this stuff, uh, well, we're, we're already running real long. Uh, okay, so okay, all right. Let's, cool, cool. Let's, well, I had a feeling to... this one was gonna go real long. <laughs> I know. Longer. I I didn't I didn't realize it. At all. It's already been almost an hour and a half. No, For, oh okay, my God. Okay, yeah, okay. we're doing
3: good. This, cool. I, think... I still got like a two-hour drive to get back home. <laughs> okay, so closer. let's Andy move to Detroit. Let's
0: put it. <laughs> let's yesterday. put a cap on all this and just wrap it up with, let's just.
3: I would just say emo is not like any other, not unlike any other genre, in the fact that it started with a couple root bands and an underground scene that spread and spread. and It had its ups and downs. It had its it had its peaks in the mainstream and its peaks in even the 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 the, the strong underground world. And 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 it spawned this sound spawned that sound spawned this sound spawned that sound it is a bastard child of the punk rock and hardcore mm-hmm. world yes and that, you know and, and then you know and even the alt rock world of the early 90s so much of it and it and it's just one of those genres that's going to get made fun of and it's going to get respected at the same time mm-hmm. a lot and, and it's and
0: very misunderstood it's very misunderstood
3: and you can pick and choose which styles you like which i definitely do not like all of emo Mm-mm, me either I, I do, like a lot of it I do like a lot of it I do like a lot But that's how I am With every genre sure, I sure. actually dis- probably Dislike more of every Genre than I like I like Believe that Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah Take that to the Motherfucking <laughs> bank
0: Alright So let's get your Plugs in uh, Where can they find you On social media uh, Right
3: now you know, If you want to I keep most of my Facebook posts public um, uh, So just Andrew Reed And uh, you can find me On Instagram At uh, indigenous Underscore peoples indigenous like indigenous with an a because when he's Andy right uh, you can follow uh, at the uh, at the next episode with Andy Reid I uh, haven't really been posting there too much and you can follow uh, mine and my girlfriend Rachel's uh, vegan food page which is Andy underscore and underscore Rachel's underscore plant life, plant and, life. Uh, yeah keep an eye out for that uh, next um, episode with Andy Reid We'll yeah, make sure yeah.
0: when, when that does come out, we'll make sure to tag it on Facebook and, and we'll put okay. it on our page too. And listen
3: to Right of Spring, listen to Embrace, listen to Cap and Jazz, listen to Thursday, listen to Taking Back Sunday, listen to fucking brand new, listen to Christy Front Drive, listen to Jimmy Eat World. We never talked about Christy Front Drive. Know, we never talked I about know. the Juliana Theory. Listen to Mar- oh my God, listen to the uh, Juliana Theory, listen to Fugazi and Mineral and Braid and Texas is the Reason and get yourself unprogrammed from what. MTV in the '90s or in the 2000s told you emo. Voice. His super other thing though, emo now is rap.
0: <laughs> I was, uh, I wanted to bring up, no, rap. I, wanted to bring up, rap. I totally uh, wanted to bring uh, up emo so rap. I totally wanted to bring up emo rap. Thank you guys so, so much. We don't have time.
3: for having me on your podcast. I'm thank thank really so excited to hear the new goodbye stuff, as I always am. And hey, next time I see you guys live, you better fucking play Grave Digger, or I'm gonna <laughs> just pee on you. Well, I kind of like ju- being peed on. I want to. Well, that's not very much. I want to. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna jump. You guys play that song so I can jump on the mic with you guys. So I know every word All to right. it, and we can get it going. But yeah, All thanks right, for well, having me, guys. Wait, wait. I had a Thank really you. good, really good time.
0: And uh, I have to give the plugs for Journey into Comics Uh What up, Nate? <laughs> Journey into Comics has content for everybody. They drop content every day of the week. Uh, this episode is dropping on a Friday, uh, and we are on every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. Um, yeah, journeyinthecomments Check out all their shows. Uh, and again, we are going to close out this episode. Oh, you know what? Before before I close out, I do want to say uh, we. I'm going to put together a Spotify playlist of all the bands that we talked about on this episode today, and maybe more. I'm going to let Andy put some. Put yeah, some go songs ahead on and
3: that. Andrew read on Spotify. If you use Spotify, <laughs> I make playlists all the time. I have all my playlists are public. I save albums all the time, and I have I I actually have like. I have so many great playlists that I made myself of full albums of, like, all, all 90s hardcore, all 80s hardcore, all 2000s hardcore, all 80s or all 90s emo. Like, I'm make I I'm so bored. <laughs> I just, I'm just i so, like, obsessed with, with uh, songs and albums and stuff like that. Like, making playlists, like, makes me happy. So you, if you use Spotify, please find me on there and, and listen to my playlist if you want. Um, I think I do a pretty good job curating stuff.
0: Well, in the comments section of this episode on our Facebook page, you can find a link to the Crucial Tunes Let's Talk Emo playlist. Uh, we'll make sure to get that put together before this episode Absolutely. drops. Absolutely. Uh, and once again, thanks for tuning in. We're going to close you out with uh, Before I Do by Jay Douglas and The Sullen Hearts. Uh, look them up on Facebook and give them a listen. Emo thanks,
3: fucking rules.
2: Somewhere else tonight Alone and getting high In the thin air on the mountain Under Colorado skies And I know it's only been three weeks But I'm drunk for the tenth time Lonely in this living room found you by my side I've been hurt before of you right now I'm afraid to move I wanna know I ain't just settling for you and settling ain't something